Tonight's game on WKRM is being brought to you by Parks Motor Sales, by Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, by Ten Pin Alley, by Fast Stop Markets, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Family Dental Associates of Spring Hill, by Custom Stone Handlers, Brown's Body Shop, by Murray Regional Medical Center, by Quick Mart, by Davis Heating and Cooling, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, The Parker Group, by First Farmers, by The Garbage Man, and by Caledonian Financial. And now to the field for tonight's game, here's Lewis and Lee Maddox. Hey everybody, I'm Barry Duke and welcome to the Murray County Public High School High School Game Day Show. I'm Barry Duke along with uh, Drake Colley, Chris Pointer, Eric Perryman, and Coach Keith Stacy. So welcome. I'm so excited as we're kicking off football action here tonight here at Murray County Stadium, Lindsey Nelson Stadium, and uh, the pregame show for the uh, Columbia Central Marshall County football game and a uh, very exciting time here at Murray County Stadium. Welcome. And like like you said, Barry, I, I would think I think you would find be hard pressed to find a more excited group than what we've got up here today for the game day show to kick off this new 2023 season as uh, as Columbia Central High School gets a brand new head coach. Uh, some old faces are coming back. Got some new injection of some younger faces and I think it's going to be a, a terrific mix and make for some good football. Exactly. It's going to be a very, very exciting night. Should be a jam-packed crowd here tonight at Lindsey Nelson Stadium here at Murray County Park. Uh, Columbia Central Lions taking on the Tigers of Marshall County High School. Should be a very exciting game. I know I'm excited. Everybody's excited to get that football kicked off tonight as we officially kick off the high school football season. It's going to be an exciting time. I mean, uh, High school game day show, Murray County Public Schools. We weren't too crazy in doing this last year because here we are, season two. All the same, all the same folks are back again uh, to talk about a little football. Man, it's exciting. The weather is great. Uh, sun is shining. Folks are piling into the stadium. They just had the line walk. You see the band coming in now. Marshall County has already arrived, and I'm just, I'm just excited. I don't, I don't, I don't know about everybody else, but I was looking forward to today. As we talked earlier today on the uh, Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, uh, we mentioned that Marshall County, what separates Marshall County and Columbia is about a 20-minute drive. About yeah, 20 I mean, minutes is yeah, all it takes. That's it. And so these, these young men uh, and women that, that are involved with both programs, they grew up playing Little League, Pee Wee League football, Pop Warner, whatever you want to call it, uh, Little League baseball. Then when they got into uh, middle school play, and now they're at the high school level. So they, they're familiar. When they line up against each other, Coach, uh, they're going to know each other. Right? I mean, they, they, they recognize. They know who they are. Yeah, they're going to know each other. And as you can imagine, with Lewisburg being a – bit smaller than Columbia. A lot of these kids make their way over here throughout the year to shop, to go out to eat, go to movies or whatever. Uh, not to mention the relationships that they've built with their counterparts through the years, playing baseball, basketball, football against each other, all the way up through the middle schools. 
Uh, I will mention that in Lewisburg, the kids who typically go on to Marshall County High School go through Lewisburg Middle School. And if you look at Lewisburg Middle School's schedule year in and year out, there's Cox, there's Whitthorn on that schedule. Uh, sometimes even maybe a Mount Pleasant. So uh, the, these kids know each other, no doubt. Uh, there's not a lot of distance between them. I'm sure a lot of them even call each other friends and even family. So Mr. tonight Mr. Perriman, a good one. Mr. Perriman, being that you grew up from Marshall County, what what type of team do you expect on this field, being that you came from the, the hills and the hollers and <laughs> the back rows of Marshall County? It, it When you come from a certain type of community, it produces a ter- certain type of individual and a certain type of athlete. Miss Stacy will tell you, they've been together since they were little. They're gritty. Uh, they play hard. They won't quit, and, and they came to put on a show tonight. That's that's the mindset over there. As big a deal as this is in Columbia, this is all anybody's talked about all day in Lewisburg today, I promise you. Probably Absolutely. all week. All week. <laughs> yeah, from, all summer. From, from yeah. our daddies who are sitting at the stores eating in the morning, Mr. <laughs> Stacy's and I, to the, to the men at McDonald's or whatever, this has been on their mind all week. And that makes for an exciting game, an exciting rivalry also. Uh, Chris, uh, we know we have a lot of people on the way to the stadium here tonight, a lot of people coming. Uh, We have some ticket information, right? Yeah, uh, as as far as tickets are concerned, uh, you have to purchase your tickets online. Uh, Columbia Central High School has gone ticketless through GoFan. You can purchase your tickets online at GoFan. If you have not purchased your ticket and you get here to the game, they have a means by which you can purchase your ticket online. Very quick, smooth process. Uh, it'll be new for, for, for some people. Uh, but once you get here, once you figure it out, it won't be a problem. So GoFan, online ticket sales. You can even go to GoFan.com, search for the game, and it'll pull right up. That's kind of the wave of the future, too. It We're is. seeing that everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You have to get used to it. Whether you like it or not, you have to get used to it because it's the wave of the future, as you mentioned, Eric. Eric. Of course, uh, Columbia Central uh, debut officially for head, brand-new head coach, and that's Tredarius Goff. And Coach Goff is the head coach for the Columbia Central Lions. And officially, of course, they had the Jamboree last Saturday, and Columbia beat uh, CPA 17-14. But officially tonight uh, – Tredarius Goff uh, gets his uh, experience as a head football coach of the Columbia Lions. And if I'm not mistaken, Drake, that's the fourth head coach in four years. Well, it, it, it is. And, um, you know, the only thing we can do right now and the only thing uh, Columbia Central High School can do is uh, play the hand that's dealt them, to use an old poker term. And I think the, the ace in the hole is going to be a combination a winning combination of former coaches that were on and coaching for the 2010 uh, Columbia Central High State Championship team and the players. And that includes the head go- head coach, uh, Goff, and his assistant, Dre Hall. Right. And along with them, they get their offensive coordinator, Mr. John Moore, back uh, to run the offense. And they get their defensive coordinator, Mr. Howard Stone, back. And Howard Stone, a lot of experience coaching football, and especially on defense. He's, he's an excellent defense, defense, uh, defensive coach. But one thing uh, about uh, having new coaches tonight, the excitement. I mean, oh, the, the yeah. excitement is off the chain. Everybody's excited, and the Lions are excited. They've got great numbers coming out for football, and, and it's an exciting time for Columbia Central High School well, football. excitement and expectations. You know, it, it, along with excitement – you know, the underlying factor is expectation, and that expectation is winning football games. Uh, you know, that you, 
and and that that's what gets winning uh gets people excited and, and gets people involved, gets community involved. And that is what Columbia Central High School football has been about in the past and what it's going to be about in the future. And I think they've got the right combination of uh, old old and new to get that done. Exactly. But expectations are always, always high here at Columbia high. Central. Always high. Uh, sometimes it's uh, a reality check, and sometimes it's uh, it's a pet, uh, beyond reality. Well, but excitement and expectations are always high, and and if they could meet those expectations uh, starting tonight, uh, it would be very exciting. Well, one of the things I've heard is that uh, the participation from the the young men coming out for Columbia Central High School football, the numbers have gone up. I mean, just the hire of of uh, head coach golf, him putting together his staff has created a buzz and a word on the street. And these young men want to be a part of that. And so the numbers, participation numbers, the team numbers have gone up because of that. And that's, that's just, that's, that's that's a big positive. Yeah. And I, and I think it's a, it's just a key win. This is a key game and a key win, uh, in in Tredarius golf's tenure and really for the success of what they're going to have going down, down the road. And just like any team who comes into today, you know, every team is a state playoff team today. Exactly. They're going to find out real quick if they're a state playoff team today. (laughs) Several of you have mentioned the excitement around the start of a season. Uh, My thought on that is that there are a lot of teams and a lot of young men around the state that are excited tonight. Uh, Will that excite? But carry over over. into next week a lot of that will depend on tonight's game i mean we live in a day and time where a loss tonight may cause some people to hang their heads and it shouldn't be that way but it very well could everybody's excited everybody's national champions alabama's national champion (laughs) vanderbilt's national champion until they play that first game that's exactly right and reality sets in and eric perriman could tell us and coming from the marshall county area that um you know, there's been some tremendous athletes that come out of that come out come out of that high school over there. And before he answers that question, you're listening to Murray County Public School Game Day Show, and we'll take a short break, and we'll be back with that question right after this timeout. Fast Stop Markets, with three locations in Columbia and a fourth Columbia location coming in 2024, Fast Stop Markets is the place to stop when you need to fuel up and find the best convenience store food and snacks. Our stores are clean, our team members are friendly, and we've got the absolute best loyalty program with Fast Stop Perks. It's free, and you can earn up to $1 off per gallon. Check out all of our 14 locations in Tennessee and learn more about Fast Stop Markets at FastStopMarkets.com. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in, and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone, and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. 
Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. And welcome back to Murray yes, County sir. Public School High School Game Day Show. I'm Barry Duke with a whole host of guests. And coming up there with us is the head coach of the Columbia Central Lions, Jadarius Golf, along with Kate McCoy and Jordan Davis, two outstanding players for the Lions. Coach, uh, you get underway officially tonight, shooting real bullets tonight. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> had, uh, had a nice uh, uh, jamboree winning over CPA, a tough, tough team, mm-hmm. 17-14. And tonight you got Marshall County. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's the same thing. They're, they're just it's a tough team to me. You know, they have a lot of guys who can make plays, a quarterback who can get the ball to them. And they play with a lot of grit and heart, man. They're not going to lay down for nothing. So Exactly. We got to come with it. We saw them doing that walk around the stadium. They got some good-looking athletes. Uh, yeah, they yeah. do. They do, uh-huh. man. They yeah. do. Yeah. So uh, what, what are you expecting tonight from your guys? Um, from, my, from my guys, I'm just expecting them to go out there and lay it all on the line, man. Uh, you know, we've been practicing hard um, throughout the, all the the preseason. We had a scrimmage uh, three, three weeks in a row, and each week we were able to to excel and get better and see see better results each week. So that's what we want to continue to do is getting, getting better each week. And, you know, we say brick by brick, building it brick by brick. All right, hold on now. <laughs> Everybody hold up. Yeah. Now we got to get we got to get some stuff out of the way. <laughs> you knew daddy. You a new dad. Yeah, yes, I, I am. On the, I, a good friend of mine I talked to <laughs> no. said that Coach yes. Golf is a brand new father. Yes, yes, Congratulations. I'm, I appreciate that, man, and I enjoy it. You know, um, she, now, she brightens my day every now, morning now I when, wake up. Now, when does she come into the world? How long? Uh, well, she's a, a year and a half right now. Oh. She, we have the same birthday, so she came in on my birthday. Oh, wow. Wow. She's wow. she getting fun now. Yes, it's fun yes. It's fun to hang out and play with her, right? Yeah, yeah it is, man. She I a daddy. Can be honest now. She a daddy's girl or she uh, a mama's, mama's girl? She's a mama's girl. Oh, Right. Hey, I got I got two girls, man. I'm just gonna tell you now. <laughs> Let them. They go tell you what to do. Just get in line. Just get Good ready. Fun. Just get in line, man. They go tell you what to do. Get well, in congr- line. Congratulations. Yeah. We just want to wish you the best of I luck. Appreciate that. And now. I was reading in the paper today, and I was reading about in the NFL. You know, there's they have some inter inter squad 
uh, scrimmages and stuff, and there's some the, the, they mentioned brawls and fightings mm-hmm. going on because it's kind of getting on into into the practice late in the practice season, and your players over here, Mr. McCoy and Miss Davis, they're ready to hit somebody else than each other. Uh, yeah, I most, mean, you know what I mean? Definitely. Aren't you guys ready to go at, at somebody else rather than each other? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course. Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, really? <laughs> you, ready, you ready to you ready to score on some other team other than other yeah. than somebody like Mr. Davis trying to catch you? Yeah. Right, Mr. Wright, Caden? Is yes, that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, there you go. Uh, and if you don't mind me going over and stealing the spotlight from you for just a second. You're good, you're good. So this is Coach Goff's first season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all, y'all can't mess that up. Yeah, no, 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 sir. No, no sir. He's looking, he's, he's, Coach Goff's looking to y'all to, to carry, you know, make him look good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of he's course. to make y'all look good. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Of course. All right. Now, yes, let me ask you this. You play Marshall County. Marshall County's 20 minutes from here. Yes, sir. How many guys do you think you know on that other team? Oh, I know uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A few. I know quite a few. There's nothing more than you like to hang, what, 125, 155 maybe on them tonight, a couple of touchdowns? Uh, yeah, 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 yes, sir. You can brag about it the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yes, Isn't that right, Jordan? Yeah. You catch a couple of touchdowns. Yes, sir. And yes, sir, of course. 80, 90, 100 yards in receiving. You, that's okay. Yeah. You win the yeah. ball game. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, sir. I'm not just talking about personal stats, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, that's, that's a great deal. And let me ask you this. You all know the history of the 2010 championship team yes, that your head coach was on. Yes, sir. And that Coach Hall was on. Yes, sir. And that that Coach Moore and uh, Coach Stone and, and, and other coaches were involved in. Yes, sir. That was a very special team at a very special time in, in Columbia Central High sports in the community of Columbia. Yes, sir. And so – now, as we turn the page and Coach Goff and his, his staff take over the program, it's time for you guys to make your mark. Do you all feel that way this yes. time? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, because yes, like, I feel like uh, since they went ahead and set the standard in 2010 for what like, a winning season is supposed to look like, I feel like since Coach Goff came in, he's uh, empowered that in us. So I feel like every day we work hard. So I feel like we should have a great season. So, 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 so Jordan and, and, and Caden, Tell, tell me a little bit about your, the goals that you have for the team this year, being two leaders on the team, and, and what goals you have for yourself individually. Either one of you can start. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> well, my goal is do the same thing I did last year, try to get more yards than I did last year in total throughout the season, and try to put the team on my back is what the coaches say in their eyes. <laughs> and of course, you had 1,017 yards rushing last year. Yes, sir. Yeah, so that's 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 impressive. Yes, sir. thank you. Uh-huh. We can get the 1,500. We can get the 1,500 this year, Kevin. Yeah. Come on, uh-huh. 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 give me the ball. That's give me the ball. And, and Jordan Davis, <laughs> Jordan. I know you play wide receiver. Yes, you also play safety too, right? Yes, sir. What position you like the most? Oh, uh, like I really like both. You know, like I'm getting recruited for the defense, but I really like offense and defense. So. You like scoring? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Just yes, like sir. basketball. Just yeah. like basketball. You yes, like sir. scoring. We know everybody likes scoring. Yeah, of course. Caden, Caden's got a, what, 4 4 3 40 speed? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. In that range. He's huh? slow. He's slow. <laughs> and, I think uh, he's faster than that. I, I will say this, though, in, in, in watching, you know, Jordan's always kind of been Jordan. He's kind of had that height and the length and, you know, as a wide receiver position and being able to make plays. But I, I will honestly say I feel like your breakout game, Caden, was two years ago against Marshall County at home where you got the ball, it was three on you, you know what I mean? We were down, and you kind of like finger-rolled it in the end zone. And and I'm going to tell this story. I walked down to the booth, down where they were calling plays, and I said, 
do not give anybody else the ball but Caden McCoy the rest of the game. <laughs> I don't know if they was listening to me, but it was a spectacular play, and I feel like that was your breakout game. That was like you kind of introducing the world to like, hello, I'm here. Thank you. So as a, as a running back, as a running back, do you feel as though, and they talk about running backs getting into a rhythm. You know, get their first play, their first big hit, their yeah. first run, their first their second hit. Do you feel as the game goes on, you, I mean, I know you're excited right now and little butterflies, and that's just that's just normal. That's just normal. Yeah. But as the game goes on, does it take a hit or two to kind of get knock those butterflies out and get yeah. you in, get you in a in, in a groove, so to speak, as a running back? Yes, sir. When I when I get the first hit, it's still a little tingle, but throughout the game when it started getting nighttime. My body just turns start turning cold. I don't know. And you, it's like you just don't feel the heat. Yeah, I don't feel no more heat. Turn up the armor, huh? Yeah. 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 What about yeah. that, Coach Goff? What do you think about yeah. that? That's something right there. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Goff said no one to think about that, but I liked it. Give it, give it another. Like Coach, Coach Goff, can, can you talk about your core values, kind of what your expectation is for this team? Kind of what, what, how you see this team going into this year, core values, expectations? So some of our, my core values for my team, man, is to have discipline, character, integrity, and work hard, man. You know, um, and that's what it's about for me, man. Uh, playing every day, I tell them, every day is, you're gonna, it's going to be a challenge. It's, it's kind of like life, man. Some days you're going to want to do it. Some days you're not, but you still got to look it in the, look it head on and get it done. You know, that, that's the way that, that you, you progress and get better within this sport. And, you know, um, I think that this group of guys have worked so hard. Uh, this when I came in in the spring and in the summer, you know they they did everything we asked them to do, and they and they've been able to get stuff done. So I'm excited to see them out there tonight and and all that hard work that they don't put in. So I'm I'm very excited, man. I understand they hit the weight room pretty hard. Uh, 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 yeah, from day one we've been in that <laughs> exactly. weight room. That's and what I'm I heard. Yeah. sure of that, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been in the weight room. Hey, hey, talk, <laughs> talk, weight room. Hey, talk a little bit about Corey Ross oh. and 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 Corey Ross's impact on this football team so far this year. Okay, uh, so Corey Ross, um, we had him come through this summer, man, and he took our guys through uh, a two-day. Um, military mindset training and it was it was awesome to see man uh, we started out on the football field one night and we was probably out there five five hours probably and then we were able to spend the night and um at the at the facility and the next morning we went to uh, one of our teammates one of our players uh, house and he has a pool and we was able to get in there and do some different military stuff in the pool and it was it was good to see those kids come together and bond because they probably never been through anything like that and uh Corey's his uh, impact of just being there is big, man. He's here tonight, and when those guys see them, I, I told them they'll probably get them that much of an extra boost, man, because um, he was on them, and, and they know he was what he was trying to do. He still come around. He talked to them on the sideline individually. So Corey Ross was a big big piece to what we did this summer, for sure. And, and programs like that, Coach, are meant for unification of a team. Mm -hmm. I yep. mean, you all it, – it, it's a football team, but you all are doing – uh, exercises and, and and different things that that caused a cohesiveness, mm -hmm. but between in, within your team and made them one unit. That's yep. kind of the whole idea. No, of that. Yeah, no, it was exactly. man, and he, it, not just the team, even the coaching staff. You know, we kind of. It's been times we sat down and debriefed with him, and he told us some of the things that he's seen us do and some of the things he might see that we could do better. So it's all around. It's just not for them. It was it was good for us as well as coaches too. And so yeah. as we talk, as we talked to Jordan and and Mr. McCoy over here, Caden, when you go through something like that, 
and it and it kind of bonds you guys together. It separates kind of the first string from the second string from the third string. It kind of puts you all together just as friends and players and makes you lean on each other. Yes, sir. I mean, the second stringers, you know, they in a close game tonight, they might not see a lot of playing time like the first string like you guys will tonight. Yes, sir. But they've been out on that field working just as hard this summer leading up to this game as you guys have. So yes, sir. Does, does something like what you all went through with, with Corey Ross, does that, does that make you all – have a better appreciation, maybe, for your fellow teammate. Do you do you understand what I'm trying yeah, to get yeah, at? Yeah, 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 sir. Of course, because like I feel like whenever we did the word mentality, I feel like it brought us together as a team, and it actually made us work together because, you know, like before that, like if some of us was like friends or like we didn't know each other's name or whatever so I feel like within that weekend we was with each other it made us work as a team and come together as a team so I feel like it kind of made us closer it kind of made our bond closer so it could be a first string now we know a fourth or fifth string or a freshman's name sure. so it just it just made us like a brotherhood and so when those guys get a chance the second and third stringer guys that don't play as much as you all, they get a chance later on the season or tonight to get in the game. Yes, sir. You guys will be on the sideline cheering them on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, sir. You know of course. I mean? yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go. How does it feel to be coached by uh, Coach uh, Coach Goff and Coach uh, Dre Hall, a couple of players that's Coach been Wade. there. And Coach Wade and and uh, and uh, Coach Tate, the ones that's been there, where you want to go, they've been there. So how does it feel to be coached by somebody that's already been there and trying to guide you where they've been and maybe even further? Yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah. Like uh, it feels like uh, it feels exciting because I know uh, like uh, a majority of them been there to where we want to get to. Like they've been NFL college level, and that's where we want to go to. So I feel like. That's great, and they always push us to be our best every day. It, it don't matter tired, hurt, they push us to be our best. So I feel like with them, like putting that on us from where we was last season to now, I feel like that helped us a lot. And uh, they always try to encourage us and push us to be great. So, yeah. It should be an exciting game tonight between Columbia Central Lions and the Tigers of Marshall County. Uh, the stands should be packed. Uh, it, it, the popcorn's popping, and it should be exciting. Yes, sir. So it's one for the history books. It's one that uh, – I hope you win, but yes, that you'll never forget, though, yes, sir. the excitement. Yes, sir. Coach Goff, we got the music right, man. We got the music right. We got the music, man. We're supposed right. to send a playlist. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was concerned about that. Concerned. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we're working on it. We're working on it. I see y'all changed up the helmets. Y'all went to the block C. Yep. Yeah, we changed Pinstripe it up. down man. it, a um, little change up. Yeah, we came up with that um, this uh, this spring. We was working on it. We had the helmets sent off, get repainted, and then uh, we went. We, we, we thought about going to the block C, and that's that's what we did, man. I like them. They look good. Y'all like them? Yeah, you guys I think it like looks better than the Lions. Do you like Lions that better? Yeah. Old. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Everything's yeah. new. You know, yeah. everything yeah. start fresh. Yes, right? sir. That's yes, sir. There you go. Get to break out the new helmets tonight. So yeah. It's exciting. Yes, exciting. There you go. Absolutely yeah. it is. All right. As we move forward and get to our next break, Coach Goff, we got a minute or two. And, Barry, you tell me when the break is going to come. All right. Because I, I talk too much and I can't hear anything. <laughs> Coach Goff, give us a little – Give, we got a couple of minutes to go. Give our, our listeners and our viewers a little idea of your coaching philosophy or the way you look at, at head coaching. And I'm talking about giving other coaches their space, letting them do their job. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know everything kind of runs through the head coach. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know the great – I'm an Alabama fan, yeah. so the great Nick Saban, yeah. he's not running the offense, calling the offense. He's not calling the defensive plays. But everything that everything that's going into those head those those helmets out mm-hmm. there through the radios are going through his headsets. Yeah. Nah. Is that do you all is, 
are you allowing – I mean, do you feel as though you have confidence enough in your coaching staff to, to let them do their thing? Yeah, most definitely. Um, the, the coaches, the offensive coordinator, Coach Moore, he was my offensive coordinator when I played. Defensive coordinator, Coach Stone, he was my defensive coordinator when I played. So I have the utmost respect and – and trusting those guys to get it done, um, and then uh, with along with the younger guys who we have uh, coaching, that is just that much more camaraderie between. So you gonna you gonna sit back and let them do yeah, that I'm thing? Let, I let them do that thing, and okay. you know we we talk about it and we bounce ideas off each other, but. At the end of the day, I, I don't micromanage them to the T. But, but if it gets down yeah, to yeah, the yeah, real yeah. decision. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, okay, I, yeah, I got time. you. Yeah, I, got I want to thank Coach Goff. I want to thank uh, Kate McCoy and Jonathan uh, Jordan Davis uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, for coming up and have a great game tonight. Thank it you. should be exciting. Yes, sir. Thank Good you. luck, fellas. And you're thank listening you, to MCPS High School Game Day Show. And we'll be back with more right after this. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. This is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic, three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. And welcome back to the Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show. I'm Barry Duke with a whole host of folks. we got Drake Colley, Chris Porter, Eric Perryman, Jonathan Berry joins us, and uh, Coach Keith Stacy is with us here on the Game Day Show, as we'll have other guests coming up shortly. Well, Exciting see. night anticipated here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. And uh, you got some uh, Lindsey Nelson story to tell later on, huh? Oh, absolutely. Then I, I don't. When we just say Lindsey Nelson Stadium, I'm not sure that everybody in this era quite realizes what a legendary Hall of Fame 
announcer, uh, Lindsey Nelson, was worldwide and especially nationwide, but also globally. And uh, and we're gonna, in the in the segment "Gone but Not Forgotten." We're going to talk a little bit about him, exactly, and as well we should because this. St- this this stadium is named after him, and Ten- University of Tennessee is renaming or has named their baseball stadium. Has been for several the, years, yeah. Uh, Lindsey Nelson Stadium, and they're doing a huge remodel on it. Exactly, or, and they're hoping to keep the name and not go corporate. Yeah, so it's been that name for a while, hasn't it? Long time. Had, yes. Yeah. So anyway, uh, and I tell you what, folks, I just checked Tennessee radar. And we've got, I don't see a thunderstorm or a green spot anywhere on my phone, and that means we should have a crystal clear night. I'm looking up at the cloud, up at the sky, and all I see is a beautiful light blue with the sun setting in the west, and we're going to be ready for football in about one hour. About one hour, and I looked at the weather myself last night to see what we were up against. for tonight's game and when I saw the high temperature and the low lower humidity I should say for this time of the year I thought well we couldn't have a better night for uh, opening up high school football around the state exactly especially uh, here at uh, Lindsay Nelson Stadium as the Columbia Central Alliance prepared to take on a rival uh, Tigers from Marshall County High School uh, that should be a very exciting night the crowd slowly coming in and uh, should be a, a, a great crowd here before the night's over. And let's remind let's remind everybody that's listening, that's coming in into the game, to go online and buy your tickets. Can we can can we have somebody go ex- fan go fan fan dot com g o f a n dot com go online. That's the o- not the only way, but that's the quickest and best way to get into the stadium without having to download the app and do everything here outside the gates. Go ahead before you come to the stadium. Lo- down- Go on to GoFan.com and buy tickets for you, your family, loved ones, whoever's coming with you to the game tonight. And kickoff is at seven o'clock, so you got an hour. Got, you got an, an hour, hour here and to get her done. Weather and some nice food at the concession stand. It smells like they're cooking up some good hamburgers over and there. That, and folks, if, if you didn't recognize that legendary, uh, <laughs> that was legendary. Uh, yeah, <laughs> John, Jonathan Berry. Yeah, legend Crutchberry. Yeah, here on the game day show, uh, former MTSU great. Yeah, I don't and, know about great, uh, but yeah, it's glad and glad to be back here. It's hard to believe we're here in another year. It seems like yesterday we just I'm started. I'm excited about it. I'm, I can't Absolutely. believe you all. Yeah, I can't believe you all asked me back. This really, to be honest with you. Yeah, if you remember last year, we started out with I don't, we didn't have any of this stuff on the table. No, now look at all this nice. Absolutely not. This, we're we're what you call uptown Saturday night. What now, do the kids it, call it, now? There's nice got some nice drip or something up here. Yeah. Know, and of course, yeah. Jonathan uh, knows well that he he and his alma mater have to travel down to Tuscaloosa here in a couple of weeks. And, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I got front row tickets. Uh, well, actually, third row back, fifty yard Two line. weeks from tomorrow. Yeah, what is that? The second? Yeah, yeah two, uh, Tennessee, 2nd. Tennessee, and Nashville against the Virginia. Cavaliers of Virginia, and MTSU travels down to Tuscaloosa. As uh, I think it'll be a fun experience. I, I do think the Blue Raiders. You know, they they've been there before, um, but play, I, I don't. I don't pretty well before. Yeah, they played pretty well. They always step almost up beat them. For the they sure almost did. beat them in two thousand two. Of course, I was. You know. Anyway, uh, but no, you know, I, I think about that game, and you know, and 
I, I, I'm a closet Alabama fan just for the fact that, well, it, upsets, it, that. it upsets Tennessee fans so much. So I'm willing to sacrifice my uh, MTSU Raiders that Saturday because I don't want to give UT fans any hope of a successful Okay. Season well, I, I tell you what, getting t- talk to me before you go down. I got a couple of watering holes that, that, that I'll send you to. You, well, you know what? I would love to go, but I got to get back quick because I got to hit the lake the next day. So it's oh, going to be no. a, it's going to be a turn and burn. Yeah. I, I want to speak for, I want to speak for Coach Stacy. I know he's thinking what I'm thinking. How, how did that turn out for you last year? Well, no. you know, uh, you, you, uh, Jonathan talked about not wanting to give. Tennessee fans any hope that maybe Alabama's down or whatever. Uh, I think we're at a point now where we don't need anybody else to beat Alabama. We just beat them ourselves. There you go. And we take them out of that hunt. There you go. And and finally. Can we, can we say that, Tennessee and finally, fans? finally, someone that started the first grade and graduated college <laughs> now knows what it feels like to beat the to University beat Alabama. of Alabama in football. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, if they're a Tennessee fan. And in, just, all, in all I seriousness, just, that will always be a game that for Tennessee, until they do compete, completely get back or something happens in Alabama and that maybe they go back into that cycle of not being so good, it will always be a game that not only will Tennessee struggle to win, but one that they won't win year in and year out. Uh, and, and as Tennessee fans, we can't let that be – the, the game that says, well, no, we shouldn't have hired Heupel. Absolutely or, not. I mean, and, and Drake the Snake said, you know, how's that feel? How that, it felt good. It felt good. <laughs> it, felt good. It, it had to feel terrific. And, <laughs> it and, felt good. And, and I know from my end it didn't feel so good, but can I confess that as that game grew to, a, to an end and the field goal wobbled its way through yes, the end yes. uh, uprights, that I actually cried. Well, there you go. I did. That's I okay. cried. That's okay. I, I didn't cry, that's, but I sure jumped up and down. Yeah, I, I jumped up and down. I cried. I cried. The neighbors I, didn't know what to think. I personally cried when our receiver dropped the ball at the 15-yard yes. line. That's when I cried. So, I, you know, I just felt. Something about it. Pass interference call or something. But anyway, now now Jameer Gibbs is with the Detroit Lions and looks to be looks to be the bell cow of the Detroit Lions, probably. Yeah, so, he's, yeah. he's, he's on that team with um, – the Tennessee quarterback, Hendon Hooker. That's right. There you go. So they're they're teammates they're, now. But I watched the replay of the Tennessee-Alabama game a couple of weeks ago. I did, too. And, and down to the last minute, I still I still oh, we going to win. They're going to win. <laughs> well, <laughs> absolutely. Well, we, we got the ball back with 15 seconds left after the missed Alabama field goal. 15 seconds. And two plays later, we called a timeout with two seconds and kicked that field goal that knuckled its way through. Yes. Reminds you of, uh, Kind of reminds you of Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs against the Bills yeah. a couple of years back. Well, I so. think it's going to be like what, what, what the guy's name in Alabama blocked the kick when K, uh, Kiffin was coaching Tennessee. Oh, yeah, that's mount, right. Mount somebody, mount somebody. Yeah, I, I thought mount that was going to happen. Yeah, well, yeah. I, you know, regardless of all the ribbon we do with each other up here, I just hope for a good, a, a good college football season. Everybody stays safe and you know, this, this conference free. realignment messes a lot of stuff up. You know, I hope it doesn't. Oh, it's, it's nuts, man. I, 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 don't, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's right. It makes and me I, nervous. I don't, think, I don't think the conferences are taking into account student athletes and what they need to do uh, to have a, have a consistent studying atmosphere. I mean, when you talk about golf teams, softball teams, baseball teams that have to fly from Rutgers – in New Jersey to Oregon mm-hmm. and Washington State, you tell me how you tell me how these kids are going to get in practice time, study time, and everything else. Well, we did that in the middle of the first year we were D one in uh, nineteen ninety nine. We we 
uh, flew all the way from uh, Nashville all the way out to Boise, not Boise, Idaho, but Moscow, Idaho, to play University of Idaho, then back and out to Utah. It, it's it it's rough going out there. didn't affect your studies at all, did it? No, I was a straight-A student regardless. <laughs> you know, they ought to close the doors of MTSU for letting me out. That is a that is a lie for sure. Well, I'll tell you what they didn't take into account is geography, as has well, been illustrated by all these cross-country flights. Uh, I mean, I, I forget who who ends up ends up where, but uh, you've got teams well, you on got the West U- Coast UCLA, that are going to be in the Big Ten. UCLA and, UC, and USC going to the Big Ten. Yeah. I mean, that's – that's, that's crazy. That's the middle got, of the country, right? Isn't that, <laughs> yeah, when, when did they change well, the name? Is it still 10 teams uh, in the I'm, Big Ten? Or no? Yeah, yeah no, so, that gets me too, yeah. No, and the Big get, Ten, but there's 14 teams in there. So it'll be 16 or 18. Yeah. yeah. You'll lose rivalries uh, within those conferences. Absolutely. And then, but what will take its place is Indiana at Washington. Now, you tell me. If Indiana and Washington play each other in Spokane or wherever Washington is, you tell me about the local community and how much money will be interjected as opposed to a Washington State, Washington in Washington. It, mm-hmm. it, nobody's going to travel from Indiana to, to see a, a regular season game against Washington. No, it's hard, it's hard to but get But it's, it's all about the viewership. TV money. Just like our show, it's all about the viewership. And, all you know, I mean, it's all about the tens of thousands and oh, people TV, out there watching now. us. Yeah. No, so, you know. About 14 million, I think, in hey, yeah. hey, Grandma. You know, uh, hey, yeah. she, she's so proud. Yeah. <laughs> well, tonight, once again, the Columbia Central Lions take on Marshall County Tigers. But believe it or not, there's other games going on around the area. Summit well, plays. There's other, ga- there's other high school games in just this one? Yeah, believe it or not. It's hard to believe, I don't believe it. it. I don't believe it. Uh, Summit plays at Spring Hill, Summertown at Lawrence County, uh, Mount Pleasant goes to Wayne County, Loretta at Collingwood, Independence at Murfreesboro, Oakland, and Columbia Academy will be hosting Middle Tennessee Christian. Wow. So several big I mean, those are, some, those are some pretty good. Those are some pretty good rivalry games. That Summit Spring Hill game is a big rivalry. Um, uh, I, the Mount Pleasant Wayne County is probably going to be a good battle, I would say. I, I talked to Eric Hughes, the principal at Mount Pleasant, this week, and uh, of course he he that's the game he wanted to talk about, not this one that we're here for tonight. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and he also <laughs> he also uh, reminded me that we need to get to Mount Pleasant as quickly as we can. They're excited. Okay. And I don't, I don't know where we are next week. I, I believe we are down there next week. Yeah. I believe it's uh, Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant versus, at Spring Hill. Uh, at Spring, a uh, correction. It's, it's at Spring, at Spring Hill. Hill. Yeah, we're, 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 at, we're on a game four Mount Pleasant. So we're not we'll at see, we'll, see, we'll see Eric next week probably yeah, we'll, up yeah. at Spring Hill. But I do you know. know he's excited. Of course, they've got the kid that's been offered by Tennessee. Yes, Nick uh, Brown, quarterback. Yeah. Oh, Nick Brown? No, uh, no, not, oh, not Nick no Brown. there's another one. The right? linebacker. Oh, really? Really? Okay. Uh, the name His doesn't name come really to me jumps, right now. Yeah. But he's been offered by Tennessee. Well, that, it won't be oh, long before okay. Nick, it won't be yeah. long for Nick is offered by somebody, from, yeah. some big school. I promise you that. So, What? Caden McClure, I think his name Exactly, McClure. That's who I was thinking about. Yes. And his brother, I think, still playing also. Yep. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, McClure played basketball also. I remember calling some basketball games last year for Mount Pleasant. He was in there playing. So uh, we've got a full slate of, of games of the week. We'll be moving around the Murray County area and covering 
Um, hey, it's going to be the best, right now. best football Friday night matchup that we can. It's and right now, you're listening to Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with much, much more right after this timeout. When you choose to visit Family Dental Associates of Spring Hill, you can do so with the certainty that we're ready to provide exactly what you and your loved ones need. Patients of all ages are welcome through our doors, and you can get general and specialty procedures all under one roof, saving you from having to run between different offices in your area. We're open till 7 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 615-302-1414 or visit us online at FamilyDentalCampbellStation.com. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is J.P. Plant with TriStar Sports Radio. As I travel around southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama covering local and regional sports, sometimes both me and my car need a bit of refueling. Fortunately, there's always a Quick Mart convenience store nearby. Whether it's filling up with a cup of joe or grabbing a chicken tender sandwich with all the fixes. Yep, Quick Mart convenience stores gets me and my car to the next event. Stop in on your next road trip. Quick Mart convenience stores proudly serving Shell gasoline. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group. Your health is our primary care. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Welcome back to the MCPS High School Game Day Show. I'm Barry Duke with a whole host of guests. Now that's that's what I'm talking about, right there. We get, we, get, yeah. we get we get the cheerleaders up here. We get the principal up here, Dr. Steele, the superintendent of Murray County Schools. It is Friday night lights right here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, and I. The hair is standing up on my arm right now. Hey, well, you know, for the Columbia Central High School cheerleaders. Great job. Thank you all so much. And uh, right now we've got our Murray County Public School dignitaries up here. We're going to start out with the head honcho. Lisa Ventura. Good evening, Lisa. How are you? I am fantastic. We could not ask for a better opening night. Well, there you go. Y'all the Friday weather. night lights in Murray County. The weather is beautiful. I mean, there's not a cloud in the sky. There's a beautiful breeze blowing through here. People are filing in here. And folks, if you're listening or watching us, go on GoFan.com right now. Get some tickets for tonight. Get in the car, load the kids up, bring the dog. I don't know if dogs are allowed, but bring the family pet and get them over here to Lindsey Nelson Stadium to watch a heated contest between Marshall County and the Columbia Central High Lions. Absolutely, and the Lions are ready. Now, you, didn't, you, know, you don't have a personal bet going with the superintendent of schools for Marshall County or anything. I, I am not at liberty to reveal okay. that. Oh, well, that's about a good thing. I know Jacob Sorrells pretty well, uh, so uh, I'll, I'll let you know on Monday what he's got to do. There you go. Dr. Steele, how are you doing tonight? Fantastic. Excited I to mean, be here. Uh, do you feel it? I feel it. I do feel it. I'm excited about the Tredarius Golf as the head coach. I'm just excited about what he's put in place. Uh, and we've been waiting. You know, they do the number countdown thing, and we're finally here tonight. Excited about it. Uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm, believe it or not, folks, I'm 60 years old. I know that's hard to, uh, believe, hard to but, believe. But I'm a product of the 80s. And to borrow, to borrow a line from, a, from an 80s hit by Peaches and Herb, uh, we're reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> and, and what I mean by that is the reuniting of – Players and coaches from the 2010 Columbia High School Championship State Championship team. Coach John Moore, 
running the offense. Coach Howard Stone on the defensive side. Tredarius Goff, Dre Hall. Uh, We can go on and on with this staff, and it's all kind of connected to that magical 2010 year. Now, you weren't here. Uh, and believe for me, I was here, but I was, and, and I was in the community, but I was still in business and working hard and not paying much attention. But it was hard not to be involved because it was such a big thing. And I'm sure you've heard a lot about it since since you've gotten here. Well, I was just at the tailgate, which was phenomenal, by the way. So thank you for those uh, supporters who put that on. I was talking to Trady's family. And so I heard, I heard it all again. I love hearing the stories. Trady was an offensive, defensive player on both sides of the ball. During Has that the, ever happened? Did I don't it? know. I don't think that that's ever happened. Both sides of the ball, the all-star game, I don't think that's ever happened. So, But here's what I always want to say about uh, Coach Golf is that his presence, I don't even really think about football so much when I'm around him. His presence is calming, and the kids love him, and he loves the kids, and he has assembled a team that the expe- – and I've heard him uh, – firsthand the expectation is that you love on these kids and you produce men of character uh and then the football the wins will come with that exactly yeah. it builds rapport and uh, they can look up to him and and he knows what buttons to push to get them where he was and and maybe push him even further than, than he went so it's very important well and they see success in him and they see what you can do he went to college had a great college career got his degree he's teaching a wellness class for us right now and doing an amazing job um, it's just uh, I'm blessed as a principal to have someone like him and all the coaching staff in, that, that are working in the building and coaching kids. Uh, it's, you can ask any principal around, and they'll tell you they wish they had that kind of team to put together. And, of course, Jamborees can be overrated, but winning against CPA Saturday, 17-14, gave them a lot of confidence. Well, not only did they win, they came back to win. And then, you know, last year there was a lot of uh, discombobulation when they got down. You know, we saw it. Let's just be honest. And and there wasn't any. And they they came back together, and they came back against a solid CPA team to win. Now, last year we were 13-0 at halftime, and we didn't have really a kicking game. And they have an amazing kicking game. So this year we have a kicking game. We can hit a 45-yard field goal if we have to. My only question is, I think Keith Stacy goes to church in uh, Marshall County, awesome. and if we win tonight, how's that going to impact him at church? I don't know. Have you been, pray- what, it, what it, have you it, been praying for over there? I thought, <laughs> what, what, what? Well, it, it won't affect me. I, I can say or claim to be a winner either way, right? Uh, <laughs> I guess so. Now, let me, Miss Ventura, you being the top dog here at Murray County Public Schools, Tonight I'm the top lion. There, top there, you, go. <laughs> there you go. And if, if this is our second year with our – we're tickled to death to be involved WKOM along with the Murray County Public School Systems. And with talking to A.D. Chris Pointer, the emphasis is put on making an investment into sports – in our Murray County public school systems Absolutely. from middle schools, high schools, whatever it is. Yes. And and how how and, and after after this commitment and we've gotten this far along, how do you grade it out? We are doing a fantastic job. Um, you know, uh, Mr. Perryman's at the other end of the table, and, and he can speak to all the different projects that we're doing. But this school board, uh, the county commission, we have all come together and have realized the importance of, you know, just going back to what Dr. Steele was saying about the head coach, you know, we want to build character in, in our student-athletes, and, and that's where it starts. 
It starts with pride in our fields. It starts with pride in our uniforms. It starts with pride in, in just in our community. So we have made just a really concerted effort. Um, you know, one of the games going on tonight is at a, a brand new, um, uh, what feels like a brand new stadium at Spring Hill High School. Um, they have uh, new grandstands. Um, so, you know, just coming along, I think last year going to Mount Pleasant, we could see huge, huge improvements in just the facilities at Mount Pleasant. So that is a huge commitment for us across all sports. And so you basically you look at the Murray County Public School Systems, look at sports kind of like a doormat for, for families coming, absolutely. moving into this area, it, it new families, is. new homes, new students. They, the first the, Their first introduction possibly or, or more than likely Correct. is through sports. Well, and even tonight, I mean, we're going to have a whole bunch of people from Marshall County over here, and we want to show them what, we've, what we're made of. We want to show done. them what we value, and we value our student athletes. Okay. Mr. Perriman, what do you think about all that? Our school board and our commission has invested $28 million this year. Pardon me, can you say that again, I'll please? say it again. They just they just borrowed $28 million with an ear tag for only athletic upgrades. Wow. In the wow. last three That's... and a half years, we've spent $7 million, and we got $28 million. We've got a meeting. We've been working. Chris is working. Ms. Ventura is working. We've already started the projects that are coming. We're looking at buildings. We're looking at stadium re revitalizing our schools. Uh, in Locked the next rooms, two lights. and a, in the next two and a half years, what you see when you go to our facilities is going to change dramatically because that twenty eight million, and that's that's where the M is only for athletics. Don't you feel as though? A, a terrific, successful football program, a terrific, successful baseball, basketball program, whatever. It it brings the student body together. Also, it brings the non it brings the non athletes into the picture and and gets yeah. them involved and gets them proud of that program. Is yeah. that is that the idea? It, it is. You know, I just like Columbia Central won a football state championship in 2010. Mr. Stacy was on a state championship team in the in the 80s. I've got a son that was on one at Spring Hill High School. They talk about it every day. It forms everything that they do. They carry it with them. The lessons learned. The kids that went to school with that experience, that success. And it bows their chest And it bows bit. that chest. You know they I mean? wear those rings, and, they, and they, they come, and when they sit in the stands, they look at this differently than everybody else because it's pride, and it's a, it's a boost to everybody. Well, that's and, and what we want just, for. And not just the athletes. Yes. Like you said, it's a boost to everybody. The family members. You know, I was just with uh, Tredarius Goff's grandmother and uh, – Dre Hall's uh, grandmother up at the tailgating. And, I mean, that whole family permeates pride. They bleed purple. And it is an amazing, wonderful uh, just community to be part of. And everybody knows that winning breeds brings success. Yes, and a lot of things along, along with it within the community. So, and, But also you have to give – those teams, and we're talking about from Santa Fe High School to Mount Pleasant High School, you name it, yes. within the Murray County borders. We're not just talking about Columbia Central High School. That is correct. But you have to give the schools and the athletes the tools hey. and the tools and the facilities in order to be successful. We, we sat down and said we're tired of hearing our parents come back and talk about other counties' facilities. 
our parents and our kids, our student athletes, our schools deserve the very best. And when people come to us, they need to leave going home. Have you seen what Murray County did for their kids? That, and that's, that's what, what that it's 20, all about. And that's what that twenty-eight million. That's what it's is doing. Is going to help. Is going to is going to help bring that along. Yes. Excitement abounds tonight here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, Murray County Stadium. Uh, we got concession stands. We got food trucks. We've got uh, tailgating. We also have Breeze homemade ice cream. And they, Ooh, I yeah, they, I about what? to. I think and they dropped delicious. us off a sample. Yeah, there's <laughs> homemade ice cream. Breeze homemade ice cream. You hadn't had any ice cream, homemade ice cream. Hey. Hey. Give you give me a bottle of that, and I'm probably done for the rest of the show. I'm just going to I'll eat yours. All right, have a go. Breeze well, homemade ice you, cream. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll pass you it down there. on down there. Yeah, th- thank you very much. Yeah, come on down with that one. I'll pass it on down. To, there you go. Thank you. This is a yes, new sir. twist, and I like this it. This is special. I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all Can right. we make this a game day tradition, uh, you all, gentlemen? Do you all want a spoon, or are you just going to – Now, some people be known just to use their fingers. Keith, you look like a fingers guy. I'm not. Honest. I don't like to get my fingers sticky. Uh, <laughs> now, what that's why That's why JB's not what? sitting down. Legendary's eyeing his ice cream. I don't know. We'll be able Place to be, Lindsay Nelson Stadium, Murray County Park, as we get ready for the Columbia Central Lions, taking on the Tigers of Marshall County High School. A big rivalry anyway, but on a beautiful night here at Lindsay Nelson Stadium. And uh, it's going to be an outstanding football game. Of course, Marshall County, white jerseys, blue pants, yeah. and blue numerals. Columbia Central, purple tops and bottoms, white numerals, and new helmet in Sigmas. I love that yeah. C. Do you like that, the C? The new helmets. How you like Ms. that? Ms. Ventura, what do you think about that C, that new C I on the helmets down? There. You I can, absolutely can, I love those purple helmets. They're on the other end of the field from us, yes. but we can see that big white C on those purple helmets with the stripe going right o- right over the top, down to the face mask. I, it looks good. They're yes. they're in purple top and bottom with big white broad numbers. I think they look good. And I'm feeling good about tonight. Absolutely. Oh, I feel great about tonight. I mean, tonight. I feel, I feel I'm a little sorry. Lucky. I feel a little sorry for Marshall County. I, I do. Oh, uh, no pity. I feel a little sorry. I don't know. Uh, that's just uh Let's just try. Let's just try to get that W. <laughs> well, okay. Hey. All right. I'm feeling better too with Breeze. He says, let's just play. Let's not talk about yeah. it. <laughs> some other games, I'd okay. make a prediction. I'm okay. Not, okay. I just want to play well tonight. Hey, I want to share some with you also because uh, you know the football team got a little bit of sad news this morning. They lost a classmate uh, that graduated two years ago. He's serving in the Marine Corps. Tra- oh, no. a, a tragic training accident. Uh, Joseph Whaley. Uh, so got permission from his parents to, to celebrate him tonight. We just found out about it this morning. So you might see number 85 flying around. Just want to shout out to uh, him and, and memory of him and thank him and his family for the service to his country. But the kids uh, met with all the team, and they are, he was ROTC as well. We met with them both today and had some plenty of counseling sessions going on. I love, I'll tell you something, i got to say this. I love Murray County because when there's a crisis, everybody responds. District office all the way down. We had other counselors coming from other schools, but I believe that the uh, the team and uh, the team in the ROTC they're in a good a good place. Uh, we're going to honor him a little bit tonight. The, the flag is at half staff, and, and then uh, and Co- and Dr. Steele, what what was his name? One more time, uh, Whaley. Joseph Whaley. Joseph Whaley served. In the, he was in our ROTC, played football for us here. Uh, graduated two years ago, and there was a bad training accident. Training accident that that, oh, ca- no. that, that caused him to make the ultimate sacrifice. And uh, it's been quite a day, but we're excited uh, to be able to honor him tonight. And, um, you know, I, I think the players are going to come out, and they're just going to want to honor him and how they play and how they carry themselves. Um, 
It's just, you know, ask anybody in education. You don't know what any day is going to be like. Yep. Every day you come in with a plan, and that plan usually goes uh, to a different plan because you don't know. And you being a former Marine, right? Yes, sir. It was very – you understand, and everyone should understand in, in the armed services, that giving that ultimate sacrifice, as you said, is, is a very special thing and a very um, – just it, it's tragic, but unfortunately – Sometimes it happens. Well, and he was described as uh, the most energetic and consistent young man that they had on the football team and on the, in ROTC. Just a kid, a fantastic kid all the right way around. And, um, you know, so he's definitely going to be remembered tonight and in the future. Uh, but I wanted to do, I wanted to say that before I, um, right before I didn't have a chance to say it okay, uh, to our listeners and our viewers. Thank you for, and thank you for saying that. And certainly our prayers and condolences go out to his family. Yeah. Well, he's in California, so we'll get more information on uh, services and whatnot. But uh, it's just been it's been quite a day at, at Central, to, and and then all the excitement about tonight. So in the pep rally, we did a moment of silence. We'll do one tonight here at the stadium and uh, before the before the national anthem. And yeah, thank you for thank you for that. That's uh, it's very emotional. Well, and, very much. And and you talking about school today getting up on Friday morning game day. And I remember back, believe it or not, back in my high school days, how important kind of Fridays were, football Fridays were. And and even the faculty and staff kind of get a little little pep in their step on game day. Do you agree with me? I mean, well, of course, but, it, but then again, it's hard to get them to teach and then to learn on Friday game day. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just going to confess I was the same way. I was bouncing in high school. I didn't want to do any work. And so we, uh, we, 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 got them to do, we got them to do some uh, instruction today. Right, right. And, 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 and people are talking about going to the ball game that night and meeting up with their friends yeah. and supporting the team. And, and with – more success from the football program and Coach Goff and his staff, along with more more excitement will come. The student body will react more positively, and the crowds will get bigger, and, and the support will grow. Well, I'm excited that the county commission and the school board and the district office per, uh, leaders uh, are putting that much emphasis on athletics. Uh, I've seen some of the renderings that they've looked at as examples, and they're beautiful. Uh, and honestly, we don't. We're uh, honestly, in many ways, we're not playing on an even playing field with other schools if we don't have the same uh, facilities or better facilities they have. And uh, Murray County's growing so so much. Uh, and you can't throw a stone without finding support for every one of our schools. You can't throw a stone if somebody wants to support education in Murray County. And that that's just something that unfortunately you don't see everywhere. And this just came across my mind, uh, Dr. Steele. I don't think we've talked about it, but now's a good time to congratulate the Columbia Central High School rugby team on winning the state and finished third in the country. That's, that is That just blows my mind. That's just so impressive, and I can't uh, congratulate them enough. I went out to see them play, and I didn't know a lot about rugby, and I didn't know, but I learned a lot. And let me just tell you something. Those young ladies are tough. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Many yes. of them. I do not want to get hit by many of those young ladies. But, yeah, uh, state champions. I wish uh, I wish they were TSSAA recognized. State champions and third in the nation. Uh, and they've got, mo- they've got probably 99% of their girls returning. Well, that's, so, that's it, yeah. exciting in itself. Yeah, they'll, it they'll, re- they'll repeat. I'm going to go ahead and call that. They'll repeat as state champs. 
There you have it. That is, and such a wide margin of victory throughout the right. season. Yeah, they're no one's hanging with them. Yeah, so absolutely. I always get the opportunity. I'm going to congratulate them. Thank you. Yeah, uh, absolutely. They took it to the ultimate. Well, and I just want to say this, too. Uh, we hired Coach Devin Simlar for baseball. He had almost 100 kids out for his baseball camp. Oh, wow. And that hasn't happened, from what I'm being told, for ye- in 20 years. And then uh, Brandon LeVere, all three, my football, basketball, baseball, all three brand-new first-year head coaches. And I've had I, people have asked me about that. Well, you got to you got to start somewhere. And I, the, I've never been more excited as a principal to have those three leading those three sports. As a matter of fact, I get excited about all the head coaches um, from all the sports because they're all very very solid educators, and their priority is character development in young people. And exactly. You know, and very really, important. a lot of them are your hires. I mean, you know, yeah, they're your hires, and so. You take pride in hiring those people to to run those programs, and when they do well, you know that makes. I mean that. I mean that that makes you that, that makes you proud too. Well, right? I'm very I mean, proud of that. But then I, I'm going down the street, and I, I hear that uh, Miss Ventura is known Trudarius as he was a baby or boy <laughs> when his mama used to work for Lisa in yes. special ed, and then I hear Keith Stacy be able to tell me stories about knowing seeing Trudarius play in high school, and then Chris Porter's been around for a minute. He has stories, went to Central. So I learned new history about, new fabulous history about Central almost daily. Uh, I wasn't even thinking about it when I hired him. I, they, they actually came in. Trudarius was a no-brainer for me because I had a month to meet him and get to work with him as a teacher. And I had already heard about his success. Devin came in in an open competitive situation and absolutely won it. And I know that he's young, but uh, that didn't matter to me. He won it. He actually won it outright. And I had a chance to see Brandon last year. Uh, coach, uh, assistant coach for Ken Cutlip, and then Ken gave me the highest recommendation for him too. But I got to see him with the players. See, I'm a firm believer that the state championships in sight every year if the players have the character to work as a team and then and, and know the grit of fighting. Right? Absolutely. Exactly. Every state championship is in play, and if you if you can teach them that, and I honestly I feel perfectly comfortable that all three of those coaches have that mission in mind. Exactly. Yeah. And teamwork is dreamwork. It's very important. Well, what we're doing right here, what Chris and everybody's put together, I'm excited about the 28 million renovations. Exactly. Um, that's just something that you you see the district moving, and it's moving in the right direction. Can't beat that, can you? You cannot beat that. I'm telling. And yeah, you look around, and nothing, no, nothing disparaging about anybody else. We just got the leadership in place that's pushing it forward, uh, and we're really a close family. Well, if anybody knows anything about Murray County and their public school systems, including unit schools like Cullioca, Hampshire, and Santa Fe. You know, those communities take such pride in their lo- in those community high schools. And for the downtown office, as you guys are referred to by Absolutely. a friend of mine, to come in there and give that support to all those schools equally yes. uh, and treat them all as they're just – the That's unit the schools goal. are just as important as Columbia Central High School. Absolutely. It's very important yes. to the faculty and to the students and to the communities that those schools represent. That's correct. That's I mean, correct. That's and, and the businesses around them, like Dr. Steele said, you know, the amazing thing about Murray County is whether it's whether it's a little or a lot, our businesses give, our community wants to be a part of our athletics. There you go. Without Thank a doubt. And, and uh, get ready to go to break. And real quickly, Dr. Steele, uh, the Columbia Central Hunters Lane game. Well, it's supposed to be at Hunter's Lane, but it's going to be played here at Murray County Stadium, Yeah, right? I know the principal over Hunter's Lane. They're doing renovations to their field, so I reached out to her and said, hey, what do you think? And so uh, 
we're going to make it worth their while to come here, uh, and so it'll be another home game for us. So we'll make some we'll make some money, but they'll also make a little money hey, too. And Vanderbilt is also doing renovations. Maybe they'll they call <laughs> you. They come down here. Ask Chris. They Moore. are more than welcome. We want to thank. We want to thank. We'll bring Vandy down. Yeah, we'll bring coming up. Also, uh, we're going to break right now. You're listening to Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show, and we'll be back with more right after this. Fast Stop Markets, with three locations in Columbia and a fourth Columbia location coming in 2024, Fast Stop Markets is the place to stop when you need to fuel up and find the best convenient store food and snacks. Our stores are clean, our team members are friendly, and we've got the absolute best loyalty program with Fast Stop Perks. It's free, and you can earn up to $1 off per gallon. Check out all of our 14 locations in Tennessee and learn more about Fast Stop Markets at FastStopMarkets.com. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. When you choose to visit Family Dental Associates of Spring Hill, you can do so with the certainty that we're ready to provide exactly what you and your loved ones need. Patients of all ages are welcome through our doors, and you can get general and specialty procedures all under one roof, saving you from having to run between different offices in your area. We're open till 7 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 615-302-1414 or visit us online at FamilyDentalCampbellStation.com. When you choose to visit Family Dental Associates of Spring Hill, you can do so. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Yeah, yeah, 
Drake Collie hey. <laughs> and we're a whole here. bunch of folks. And we're, we're eating well Matt. here tonight. So I want to thank Breeze Homemade Ice Cream, the Donut Envy. I also want to thank um, An- Angel and Dennis Hall. Angel, Angel. Ribs, Dennis Hall. bologna, oh, okay. bread. Ribs, cheese, bologna. We, I'm telling you, these tailgaters outside Lindsey Nelson Stadium have well, just you know, turned, we, we, kicked we, it up a notch. We were discussing wow. how much support Murray County gets and then – the food show, the, up, right? I mean, yeah. you know, so, my, I hope my wife is not seeing me eat all this at one sitting, but I, I might have to, uh, as this game is just about 20 minutes away from kickoff. If you folks are listening and can make it live here in the Columbia area, go to GoFan.com. You can buy tickets to get in. That's how tickets are done now. And Miss Ventura, can you tell us was that a was that a Murray County Public Schools decision? Who makes that decision on the ticket? How did that how did that evolve real quick? Can you explain that to us? I absolutely cannot. I wish I, that I could. I, I'm looking I, at Perryman. I think uh, Columbia Central made the decision yeah, for, say, for their school. school. Okay, I didn't know I it don't was a county-wide. I, I don't, it's not a county It's the decision. county itself. It is not. Columbia Central has done this as an option for the last few years. This year they went. Okay. I got you. I got you. Okay. Right, I'm so, so sorry. A, so, but folks, if you, the easiest way. Yes. Is, we are cashless. But buy those tickets online. Come on out. Welcome to the Sea of Purple. There you go. And we want to take a pause for the national anthem, real quick. Pausing because of uh, former Columbia Central player. Lost his life today in the military. So they're giving pause and play for that. As the stadium goes silent. Certainly our prayers go out to his family and his loss.
national anthem from Lindsey Nelson Stadium, Murray County Park. As the Columbia Central Lions prepare to do battle with the Tigers of Marshall County High School. And you're listening to the MCPS High School Game Day Show. Doesn't get much better than that, folks. I'm just telling you right now. The weather is beautiful. they got a nice breeze going on. It's a great time for football action here tonight at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. As both sides of the field are filling up, and we are just minutes away from the kickoff. And outstanding. Uh, <laughs> They've got uh, nice drinks to drink uh, from uh, Donut NV and donuts from Donut NV and ice cream from Breeze Homemade Ice Cream. And uh, the halls brought us uh, a gourmet dinner. So it, it doesn't get any better than this. It absolutely doesn't. We can't thank them enough. Um, as our team with WKOM is working in, in partnership, in concert with the Murray County Public School Systems. And... Uh, there are some other games going on around the county, and I guess we're gonna we're gonna try to pick a few, predict a few winners. In a hurry, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. You think it's about time to get get this thing on the road? Yes. Uh, so, Mount Pleasant is at Wayne County, Jonathan, legendary. Mm, I got Mount Pleasant twenty-one, Wayne County seven. All right, Summit at Spring Hill, easy. Ooh. Now don't don't be too easy. Come on, that big man. Summit uh, 60, Spring Hill 3. <laughs> I'd sit, I'm glad you're easy. I did not hard. All right, that's All right Summertown at Lawrence County High School. Ooh, that's a good one. It's a tight game. I'd say 14-7, uh, Lawrence County. Really? Is no, summer, no, no, no. Summer, I'll correct you, Summertown. Summertown, 14-7. So you're looking at the upset. I mean, that's an upset. Come uh, on. Summertown's a good little team. Loretta Collinwood. Uh, Loretta. 21 nothing. CA at Middle Tennessee Christian. No, Middle Tennessee Christian, uh, 48, CA 12. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, Marshall County at Columbia Central right here behind our behind us on the Jim Cartwright field. What's your prediction? Oh, it's going to be a close one, I, I, I think, but Marshall County is going to pull it out 21 to 14. All right, oh, Mr. Wow. Mr. Perriman, what do you think about tonight's game? Well, I'll tell you what. I can hear you. What do you think? There you are, Johns. What do you think about tonight's game? Tonight's game. Right here. I, I think uh, Marshall County 24, Columbia Central 21. Well, that, 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 yeah. That's two. Let's go down here to Ms. Ventura. Okay. I think she, I'm just going to say Barry and Perryman better not show up for work on Monday. I'm, I'm handing out some pink slips. I'm going with the Lions 17. <laughs> Marshall County 14. Okay. Okay. What about it, Keith Stacey? All right, so I, I looked this game up this morning. Marshall County comes in as a nine-point favorite, and that is giving Columbia Central the two points for being the home team. I love what Tredarius Goff is doing. I still I don't think the program is as far along as Marshall County. Marshall County 24, <laughs> Columbia 17. Okay. 32-17. CHS. CHS. I've got a 34-21 Columbia Central High School over Marshall County. And on that note, we got to wrap it up. They get ready to do play-by-play upstairs. Is that it? Okay. We thank you all. So we thank you all for listening to Murray County Public School High School Game Day Show. Uh, Join us next week. And uh, it's going to play. We'll be at Spring Hill next week. Spring Hill Mountain. Parks Motor Sales. By Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. By Tin Pen Alley. By Fast Stop Markets. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, 
Family Dental Associates of Spring Hill, by Custom Stone Handlers, Brown's Body Shop, by Murray Regional Medical Center, by Quickmark, by Davis Heating and Cooling, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, The Parker Group, by First Farmers, by The Garbage Man, and by Caledonian Financial. And now to the field for tonight's game, here's Lewis and Lee Maddox. professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Nashville's tourism industry raked in the cash this summer with several highly attended music events and citywide celebrations, according to new estimates by the Nashville Convention and Visitors Corporation. CMA Fest topped the list for the most visitor spending, bringing in an estimated $74.7 million during its four-day run. The summer was chock full of live music and brought visitors from all over the world to Music City helping bolster the city's economic activity, said Deanna Ivey, president and CEO of the Nashville 
Convention and Visitors Corporation, or NCVC. The city welcomed stadium tours and music events that drove hotel demand to new heights, along with visitation and exposure for the city, she said. Here bringing you the broadcast here tonight in the Marion Wilhoyt press box high atop Lindsey Nelson Stadium. We had a little technical difficulty trying to get things uh, con connected, but we think we're now on the air, right, Lewis? Yeah, I believe so. Um, a lot of technical difficulties tonight, yeah. and uh, I don't believe your microphone's working now. I, I, I'm thinking it's not either. I'm we're going to take a quick timeout, and we're going to be right back before kickoff. With a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you, even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. And we'll try this again. Welcome, everyone, to opening night of Columbia Central Alliance football for the 2023 season. I'm Lee Maddox, joined by my son and former Lion great, Lewis Maddox, here for the broadcast in the Marion Wilhoyt press box at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Lewis, we're just a few minutes away to kicking off the season as WKRM begins its 77th year of broadcasting Lions football. And we're finally broadcasting, right? I think we're broadcasting. We are officially broadcasting right now, and we're both on on the air and uh we had some uh wi-fi issues with the uh you know just just a lot of bandwidth being taken up by the live stream that we were trying to put together it's the first time that we've tried that and uh we're going to try and get that booted back up here in just a minute but um as of right now we're just we're simulcasting on both of our stations 101.7 wkom and 103.7 wkrm uh, for this week one Columbia game for the WKRM and also the Murray County Public Schools game of the week that just got done with their pregame show with Barry Duke and uh, Drake Colley and Mike Lyle. Um, so, yeah, Columbia and Marshall the, County, we are about to get underway here. Here's the coin toss. and looks like Columbia has won the toss, and they are going to defer until the second half. So looks like uh, we'll be on defense first. And, and, and this Marshall County team, you know them well from playing them two years ago. Uh, this, this series dates back to 1915. It's been really an even series over the years, even though they haven't played as much as you might think, you know, just being 20 minutes really down the road in Lewisburg. But Marshall County comes in uh, obviously with a, a record last year of 10 and two, second round of the playoffs. And uh, the, but Columbia currently leads the series 29 to seven. They won the last two years, though. Uh, Which Marshall is the first County. the first three games, uh, three in a, three in a row now with tonight included. Um, after um, you know uh, a, a long time of not playing each other, and um, the the captains over there tonight is uh, Camden Bratt and Jordan Davis, Caden McCoy, and Malik Smith here tonight, and they're about to come out of the tunnel. 
There we go. I'm good. So, yeah, 29 and set 29-27 is the record between Marshall County and Columbia. Columbia leads that series. Again, they've won the last two years under head coach uh, Thomas Osteen, and they're expected to throw a lot. And here comes the Lions. They're trying to bust through the the banner there, but they're going to they're they're showing their respect, I think, to a fallen comrade is Joseph Whaley. Your teammate from uh, t two years ago is Joseph Whaley, who was unfortunately tragically killed in a training accident in California. A Marine went right into the Marines after you all graduated last year, and they had a moment of silence here on the field just before the playing of the national anthem, and they're wearing the number 85 on their helmets tonight to show respect for Joseph Whaley. Again, a Marine who was tragically killed in an accident yesterday. And Lewis, I know he was a special player, but a special person to you even more so than being a player to you, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's, a, that's a great showing right there. Of course, these seniors uh, played with Joseph and, and myself in our class for two years as freshmen and sophomore, now seniors. Uh, and they show a great tribute to him right there. Yeah, Joseph. Uh, was a, a great leader in, in the middle of our defense, a linebacker, a starter for uh, two or three years there for us. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a very emotional day for everybody involved with Columbia football and Columbia in general. Joseph was uh, a great friend, a great football player, but um, a greater person overall. And uh, we hate that we're going to miss him tonight and for, uh, you know, uh, the foreseeable future. But. His, his memory will live on, though, from with you guys, and I know it will with me calling those games when, especially his, his senior year, and when you were a senior, you, you guys uh, had a heck of a bond. The seniors did that year, and, and just a heck of a player, number 85, uh, will forever be remembered as a Columbia Central Lion, and our thoughts and prayers for sure go out to his uh, mother and dad, uh, Jeff and Bridget, Whaley and just our deepest thoughts and condolences to that family on a tragic loss of Joseph Whaley, the, the former Lion football standout. Absolutely. He will be missed. So we are getting ready for kickoff on opening night here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as the Columbia Central Lions will face the Marshall County Tigers. Both teams, Lewis O and O. You can remember back uh, your your first game on those four years that you played right here in Columbia. Uh, there's a lot of emotion going through your head. Uh, if you're on the sideline or if you're playing, there's a lot of emotion and a lot of excitement, anticipation for this kick as we're getting ready to kick off the 2023 season. And here we approach the ball and there's the kick. We are underway. A fairly short kick to the 11 is the Lewis or Marshall County and he's tripped up. The fall ball's on the ground. Is there a fumble? There was. No. I think Marshall County recovered. Yeah, a fumble, but Marshall County fell back on it. The ball was loose, but. I could not see. Well, they, they, now they're saying, they it's, saying it's Columbia. Yeah. Is it Columbia's ball? I think so. It's Columbia football. Wow. Columbia First football. First play of the game. Who made that tackle? I didn't see who made that hit. Number five. For How's Autry Smith? Autry he, Smith, the he linebacker. He made the hit, and, and it was like he hit him right at his feet. And when that player for Marshall County fell over, he looked like he just kind of rolled over, and that ball popped out. And I for sure didn't see who popped on it. But 
But now, now what are they saying, Lewis? I'm not sure. It looked like one of ours no, fell on top of but it. But they're they're giving it the ball to Marshall County, right? Well, now it looks now like the defense is <laughs> coming back on the field for the Lions as Marshall County's offense comes back on. The ball is spotted at the 26-yard line of Marshall County. So a lot of discussion among the referees there to determine what happened, but apparently they're going to give the ball. It's going to stay in the hands of Marshall County. Yeah, I, thought, so, I thought a Tiger fell on top of it. Uh, we, we promise we'll smoothen this out. This has been a very rough start it has to been. this first game. But here we go. Here we go. Marshall County in the shotgun. There's the snap. They're going to throw it a lot, but they hand it off right there to the first man through is uh, around the outside. He's got some room. He's got a first down and more. Crosses the 41, so goes Marshall Counties, and uh, that is their Antone Calthorn. Antone Calthorn, their number 15 senior running back. Uh, he's got he's got a little bit of size to him and. Uh, he popped out on that outside, a couple of missed tackles by the central defense. Probably some nerves there uh, and a good run to start things out. Here's Silas Teed. He's going to hand off again to Calthorn. He's up the middle. He gets like four, about four yards before he's brought down right there by Cam Bratton right there at the 45-yard line. They'll mark it officially at the 46, so it'll be second and five just underway here between Columbia Central and Marshall County. Yeah, good job by that right side defensive line that time. Jaravius Hall and Cam Bratton on the stop there. Cam, Cam Bratton playing defensive end, right? Yes, 61. Okay. You might give us the others. Here's a shotgun snap. T gets back to throw. He's moved, rushed out of the pocket. He throws the ball downfield. It's complete on the far sideline. Looks like Ford Progress is going to give the receiver there a first down. And that looked like that was uh, Calthorn. No. I'm not seeing what that number was. Maybe 17, Cal Hightower. They're receiving the ball for the Tigers. Jordan Davis in on the tackle over there on the far side, but it was a first down as they cross midfield now at the 49-yard line of Columbia. Silas Teat, the uh, senior quarterback for Marshall County, in the shotgun formation, going to hand off up the middle to his Man, lone setback. Good tackle by Jordan, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis makes a great tackle, but a still pickup of four, maybe. Yeah, he's going to pick up four yards. It'll be second and six from the Columbia 45-yard line. Columbia is uh, making some good plays on the football uh, in the open field, but they've got to stop some things before uh, they, get up, they get across the line of scrimmage. These guys are uh, kind of pounding the ball right now. They do a no-huddle offense, Marshall County does. They like to throw the ball around, spread their receivers are out, and here they are right here. He's going to hand it off to Perryman up the middle, and there's a flag on the play, but he gets four or five yards before stopped in the middle of that line, Bratton and Caleb Clanton on the tackle. Let's see what this penalty marker is going to say. Hopefully that's holding, and that's what we're going to see, holding against Marshall County. There you go. There's a break for Columbia right there that they needed, that. They needed to take advantage of for sure. So maybe you can give us some of those defensive players that are that are in there for Columbia there across that line. Yeah, your corners are Quan Sims and Jordan Davis on the far side of the field. Defensive line from right to left is Savion Ferguson, and Nijah Hildreth now in the ball game. You'll see Kamarion Dawson a lot too. Jaravius Hall and Cam Bratton now switching over to that left side. Linebackers are Caleb Clanton, Roland Manning, uh, Malik Smith, and Autry Smith. And at safety, free safety all alone by itself is Justice Haggard, number one. 
Here's a jet sweep around the left side, and it's picked up big time, and he's reversed his field, but he's still caught in the backfield. Somebody's got to make a tackle here, please. Finally, they get him down. He's, he, they had him a, at least a five- to six-yard loss, and uh, a helmet comes off on one of our players over there on the far side, but they're running back. Uh, I guess that's Perryman that just kind of kept moving his feet and got away. Uh, from those from the, the Lion defenders. Finally brought down though, now it's gonna be third and 14. They spot the ball at the Marshall County 47 yard line. They've gotta get it to the Columbia 39 for the first down. Just underway here with Columbia and Marshall County. This is the situation you wanna find yourself in as a defense and you gotta take advantage of it. Third and 14 from the 48. And now a stoppage of play. A flag. Is that time? Delay? Could be. That is a, a developing thing. Only one playcock working tonight. Delay a game against Marshall County. So now it'll be third down and 19 to go. But the so play clock. Is, that one's worked. The one yes. on the. But this one is not working. So I, I believe they are going off of uh, play clock being kept on the field, just like in the Jamboree. That mm. was so many pen penalties called. That's um, a shame. And was so terrible. That's a and shame. didn't make any sense. So but. now third and 19 for the Tigers. They're at their own 43-yard line. The spread out offense. Columbia needs to get a stop here. Teat in the shotgun formation takes the snap. Looking downfield, there's a quick cross, pass nice across hit. the middle, and it was caught right at the Columbia 45, but he's going to be short about five yards before the first down. I'll bet you they're planning on going for this. It'll be fourth and about five for the Tigers. Yeah, it was a great hit from Malik Smith and the, the true middle linebacker here for the Columbia Lions. As soon as the ball was caught, I'm, I'm surprised that the ball uh, stayed in the hands they're of getting, the receiver there. They're getting up quick to the line. Big play here early in the first quarter. Teat in the shotgun for him. There's a movement. There we go. There's a movement. That's going to back him up five. That'll cause a punt maybe. We'll see. Big mistake from the receiver, A.J. Jones, junior, 153 pounds. That's going to put it at about midfield now for the Tigers. We're just shy at the Columbia 49-yard line. It's basically fourth and ten for the Tigers, and it looks like they're keeping their offense on the field, Lewis, so here we go. Teat in the shotgun formation. Calthorne on his left hip. Defense right on the front line, ready to – now he's moving his – Oh, he's, he's quick doing a kick. quick kick. Quick kick, and there's nobody back there. Gets it down, a really good kick. It's going to go out of bounds just inside the 20. They'll mark it at the 18-yard line of Columbia. But, hey, Columbia held. Yes, you know? absolutely. We had to have some help with some penalties, but that helps. You know? who, who knows if that if that fourth and five was supposed to be a quick kick, quick kick as well. They were in the same formation, uh, and now we've seen that, and we know that that could be a possibility. They might want to put somebody back there on – uh, a fourth down and short situation in no man's land for somebody to be able to receive that kick because if Haggard was back there, he had some room to go. So here comes Columbia's offense. We saw them last week uh, against Christ Presbyterian Academy in the Jamboree and with Case and Tice at the helm of quarterback, he brings his Columbia Lions up to the line of scrimmage at the 18, first and 18, under, under center. He hands off to Caden McCoy on the right side. Go. He's got room. He makes 10, 11 yards just like that up to the 29-yard line of Columbia goes Caden McCoy for a first down Columbia. It's fantastic. Uh 
ability from the offensive line right there to move some players on that right side. I believe that's Cam Bratton and Anijah Hildreth who made some movement there. And uh, Who else on that line? Yeah, Dravius Hall. Zach Cole you at got center? Zach Cole, no. Liam Titus oh, is at center of the freshman. Zach Cole's at left guard. Dravius Hall at left tackle. Here's Cason Tice under center with the eye formation. He gives the McCoy on the left side, but no, nothing going this time. Actually, he's going to lose several yards on the play. He's going to lose at least four, maybe five yards as, as uh, Marshall County's defense read that, was waiting on it, and met Caden in the backfield. Yeah, that time not such a great job by the left side of that offensive line. It was Hall and Cole on that side. Uh, let some guys slip through, and McCoy had nowhere to go. So here are the, the Columbia Lions with just under now under seven minutes to go here in this first quarter. They're facing a second and 15 from their own 24-yard line. Tice under center. He's looked back to pass, rolling to his right, looking to throw, trying to break off. a cattle. He's, he's broke one cattle. Now he slides broke a tackle and slides down. So it's going to be third and kind of long, third and about six or seven. A long six it's going to look like what it's going to be for the Columbia Lions as they'll spot the ball at the 33-yard line. It was a great decision that time by Tice. It was a bootleg uh, play action rolling out to his right side. That didn't have anybody uh, on his first or second look uh, that he gave, and he tucked it down, had one guy on him, picked up a few yards, and made the third down more manageable than if he would have thrown it away. Uh, You're right. Huge play right here. Yes. Tice in the shotgun. Receive two receivers to his left. He's going to try to sweep it out to McCoy to around the left side. He's got a little room. He's fighting for that first down yard marker. And I'm thinking it's, it's going to be a measurement. It I looks like he's gonna, got it. I think he's got it. I do too. They're already moving it, it up. They're moving it up. First, first down. down. Yes. Wow. Great effort by McCoy, right? Just yes. like he has for four years. Yes. Three years as a starter, his senior year now, and he is the official bell cow of the Lions offense this season and rightfully so the kid can do it all out of the backfield just caught that read option play to the left side Tice faked the run himself flipped it out to the left side to McCoy he picked up six yards for the first down that's exactly what the Columbia needed to keep the drive alive and now we've got a fresh set of downs at the 40 yard line here's Tice looking to throw that busted play something stopped the clock here. Yeah, was, Let's a, see. was flag, a flag on the, the far like side a false start. Mm. Those are your killers. Dang, that's a shame. Obviously, illegal procedure against Columbia. That's going to back them up five yards. No score here in this opening game of the 2023 season with these two kind of cross-county cross, right, cross county rivals uh, or cross uh, – they're 20 miles away yeah. to Lewisburg and Columbia. So a great, great tradition the These guys in, in, in no means had to leave school earlier to get here on time. Yeah, that's right. Here's Case and Tice in the shot. Ball on the ground. Ball goes on the ground. And that's a late hit. Miss exchange between Tice and Caden McCoy as he was going to try to let him sweep around the right side. But he fumbles, and he's going to lose quite a bit. I mean, over 10 yards, man. Yeah, that, that, it's that, over 20 many? now, yes. We go from the 39 back to the 20 two-yard line, or excuse me, the 20, 26, 26 28, or 27. 28. So it's going to be 2nd and 20 from the 27-yard line. Actually, I think it's 22. 22, yeah. 
Here's Tice in the shotgun. He's looking to throw. Got time. He's got room. Brings it down. Going to run it himself. And he makes a move, makes one man miss, and gets it close to back to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to make it second and about 12, or excuse me, third and 12 for the Lions as he gets it up to, they'll mark it at the 37-yard line of Columbia. Tice is sneaky fast, man. He can he can pull that thing down and, and run a little bit with it. He's a... Uh, He's a, he's a real athlete, even though he's, he's kind of on the smaller side and doesn't really look like it. The dude can fly. And this is his second year to, to be starter, to be a starter. He started one game last year. Okay. He started the Spring Hill game, last game of the season, okay. uh, and took over in the offseason as the undisputed starter, won the battle in camp, and here he is. All right, here he is in the shotgun looking across the middle, and he's trying to reach, oh, my gosh, just incomplete, trying to reach K.J. Frierson on the left side, cutting across the middle, but there is a flag. Let's see. They're talking it's about defensive where, holding. It's near where Frierson broke through on his route. It's five yards past the line of scrimmage, so that could be what we see here. Let's see, and that should be a – they call that an automatic first down and if that is defensive holding. Now well, they're picking the flag up. So is there no flag? We'll see what the white hat does here. That must mean no flag. He walked over to the, the yep. Marshall County side. That's no, no flag. No, illegal substitution on Columbia, but they're going to decline, and it'll be a Columbia's bringing out the punt team. Wow. Mm. So who's our punter? That's going to be Luis Garcia is going to go back for punt for the Lions. With facing a fourth and 12. It's a good start to the drive there, just... Oh, oh, my gosh. No. Ball snapped over his head. He's got to do something. He's going to try to run it, and he's going to go down at the 10-yard line. Oh, my goodness. Not something you want to see. That's what we saw last week, but that ball went right over Luis Garcia's head. He could not. There's no way for him to catch the ball. Went over his head. He picks it up, was going to try to make a, a run for it, but Marshall County was right there. Now they're going to have it first and goal at the 10-yard line. Wow. Yeah, that's Unfortunately, that gives me some bad flashbacks, but um, <laughs> oh, not man. what you want to have happen so, here in the first quarter. But the defense has to step up right here. Yes, I first mean, and this goal. This is where you step up. They're going to get a they're going to get a little bit of adversity here to face early. We'll see what this Columbia defense is made of here in this first quarter. Dadgummit. That's a shame. Here's Teed under center. He's just going to hand it off to Calthorne under the middle, and great effort by the Columbia defense. The whole front line there closes in the gap for no gain, maybe a loss of half a yard, or they're going to say no gain. So it'll be second and goal from the 10. Yeah, he got stuff right there. It was Dravius Hall, a big defensive lineman, a stud that we've got on the interior there, just uh, bulldozed his way through the line and uh, – made the play right there. And Dawson, too, I think, came in, right? Yeah, Kamarion had a, had a hand on that one as well. Came to line Here's quick. T. He's going to do the jet sweep around the right side, and this this is Perryman for the Marshall yes, County, and somebody play. picks him up. Is that Caleb? No, no that's Roland, Roland. Roland Manning made a great play, came off the block very well. He was, uh, he was pushed to the side 
almost perfectly, a perfect block for Marquise Davis, a senior that was playing weanback in that spot right there. And he broke around the tackle and made a great play on the running back that time. Third and goal now from the eight-yard line goes Marshall County. So let's see if Columbia can continue to step up their, their pressure right here as Teetson now in the shotgun formation. It's a big play. He's looking to throw. He rolls to his left, and he's just going to pull it down. And no, now he's going to fake it. Nowhere to go. And he tries to run it. He goes out of bounds. Jordan Davis sends him out of bounds. It's fourth down. Let's see what they're going to do now is either go for it. There looks like they're going to bring in a kicker like a to look to get the field goal. We don't know what these guys. Uh, they've been known to show some trickery at times. So definitely got to watch a fake field goal here. But a great stuff by the Columbia defense if they can hold them to three right here. And that was a coverage play as well, the, the backside of that defense. There was nobody open in the end zone, which is where Teat was trying to go. And he ultimately just had to run out of bounds, take what he could. I can't make out the number. I think it's 31 who's the kicker, but Teat is the holder. Here's the snap, set, kick, and he's blocked. Yes. That's number one. Back. And they have the ball. They have the ball running back. Jordan Davis has the ball across the 30, down to the 35, across the 35. What? Boom. I think it was Who Justice was? Haggard off the side. It was. Number one, Justice Haggard blocked that ball. And Jordan Davis picks it up and runs it. And we get the ball wherever it goes, right? Yes. That's where we're going to line up. So what a great effort by the Columbia defense to hold after the miss snap uh, earlier on our punt to give the Marshall County Tigers first and goal inside the 10-yard line, and they hold. And now Columbia takes over at their own 31-yard line. That bad snap was null right there. What a great play by Justice Haggard. Here's Tice under center. He's going to give to Caden McCoy on the left side, trying to find some room, and he finds nothing. There's a face mask. Why are they not throwing a flag for that, it looked like? But he's going to get hemmed up behind the line of scrimmage. A loss of two, it looks like. They'll mark it at about the 33 or the 34-yard line. Now oh, there is a flag. So that flag looked now. like a face mask to me. In that same general area. Yes. It was. I, <laughs> Good, call. Yeah, Good call. I knew it was. That was a face mask. And, it's, and I can't ever tell from college to pro to high school, you know, whether these penalties and see, they just marked it up like five yards there. Now, what is that? I don't, I don't understand it. You know, in college and pro, you get that's an automatic 15. first down. Well, it's 15, not necessarily an automatic first down, but it's 15. No, yeah. gone. But anyway, so now it's first, first and, six. and six for the Lions. They'll spot it at the Columbia 39 yard line. Cortez Gilbert, Caden McCoy in the back backfield, Case and Tice under center. And going to hand to McCoy right up the middle. He's got room, gets his first down up to the 47-yard line, goes Caden McCoy right up the middle. Hole was blocked up or, or pushed out, I should say, perfectly. This Columbia offensive line is getting great push so far tonight. Uh, the outsides aren't working as well, but that hole was opened up. Cortez Gilbert came right up the middle. Uh, another penalty. What was that? I didn't see what it was called. Yeah, I knew it was going to come out at some point, but this was one of my least favorite crews to play with. This this, this official crew, one of my least favorite to play uh, with on the field when I played. Illegal procedure. So it goes from first and six, so now it's first and 11 for the Lions as they mark the ball back down five yards to the Columbia 
nine-yard line, or excuse me, the 34-yard line now for Columbia. First and 11. We're at a minute 30 here left to go in this first quarter of play on this opening night of the 2023 high school football season. Handoff to McCoy up the middle. He's trying to find room. He does. He breaks it to the outside. He's trying to break tackles, and he gets at least six yards on the play across the 40 up to the 41-yard line where it'll be second and about four to five yards. I guess it's going to be a long five yard. Would be second and five for the for the Lions. Yeah, another. That time it was just great patience from McCoy. It was. Uh, he he took picking. a sidestep to the right, picked his holes perfectly, went right behind Titus and Hildreth on that right side of the offensive line, the center and guard combo right there. Uh, they, you know, and it's a four-man front for Marshall County, so they both have a guy on them, uh, which is somewhat unusual for high school football. But both these teams play a four-man front, and. Actually, Marshall County now with a five-man front. Here's Case and Tice under center. Going to give to McCoy on the left side, looking for room. He breaks free, one tackle. He's got his first down, crosses midfield, and pushed out of bounds at the 47-yard line of Marshall County. Goes Caden McCoy one more time. That time, Jamal Gentry, Gentry had a good angle on McCoy, almost in the backfield, or towards closer to the line of scrimmage. And McCoy, with that speed, just flat out beat him to the sideline. He lowered his shoulder and uh, laid some wood on Anton Calthorn as well and uh, picked up the first down right there, crossing the 50-yard line for the first time tonight with 26 seconds to go. Casey Tice trying to get his lines lined up. Since Justin Haggard wide right, Jordan Davis to his left. On his back in the backfield, Caden McCoy in the shotgun snap, looking to throw, throws it across the middle to Jordan Davis, complete. Pickup of nine real quick, and there's a flag. That's, That's going to be, be on defense. Holding. It's either pass interference, it, I, or I would say a, holding. Or, yeah, he was holding while he was trying to catch yeah. the ball, wasn't he, before he even got the ball. I mean, it was a very quick pass. I mean, two steps for for Jordan Davis upfield and then a slant across the middle from his left side closer to uh, the Marion Wilhoyt press box where we are. So he picks up nine on the play. I'm not sure what would happen. Should you know. be an add-on from, from the catch into the run right there from Davis. They're still discussing, the referees are, amongst themselves. Yeah, they sure take a long time, don't they? So now it looks like they're going to finally make a call, pass interference yes. against Marshall County. I guess that might just be a five-yard penalty as well. I don't get it. I don't either. Here we go. He's going to mark something off, it looks like. No? No? What is he doing? He's going back to mark it off. So I guess if they accept it, it'll be from the original line of scrimmage. But he's behind so the original. Yes, it should be. Which is still good. They still don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't think they know what to do at all. Well. That would be a tough job. There goes 10. All right, he is going to mark off 15 at least. He's getting down. He's going to spot it now at the 32-yard line where it will be first and 10 for the Lions. I think that was more than 15, but. <laughs> I will take it. Yeah, it's, it's the whatever clock. at this point. And, and it seems like to me the clock should be stopped during it should all this be. marking. The clock is still running. We're under 10 seconds now left in the quarter. Maybe it runs after the ball spotted. Not sure on that uh, one. They didn't have it spotted. It was still running. Here's Tice. Going to give to McCoy on the left side, looking for room. He gets around one block, a great block on this left side of the line. That could have been confused for holding on that left side, but we'll take it. He picks up a good bit of run there for, for the, the Lions as they're continuing their march, hopefully, to pay dirt here on this opening night of the 2023 
high school football season. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Second quarter action ready to get started here as the Columbia Lions are marching downfield uh, as they have taken this ball from like 130-yard line. They're now inside Marshall County 30. The ball spotted at the 26-yard line. It'll be second and about three for the Lions as they're now headed to the south end zone here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. I always appreciated going south more on offense. You're on the student section of the band side. It's a lot more exciting to score on this end of the field, so hopefully they can need it done here. Here's give to Caden McCoy on the right side. He makes one man just lose his shoes and runs over another one as he gets the first down for the Lions. Yeah, you see, a, he lost, oh that boy lost his shoes. He, he broke his ankles. His That's what Caden McCoy does, man. I, you, you wouldn't catch me dead when I was playing to, to go against him and practice one-on-one, -on -one, you know. Uh, at that point, it turns into two-hand touch. I'm just going to let him go down the sideline and, uh, you know, get a sprint in at that point. I'm not going to try and tackle him. He's that good and that fast. First and 10 at the 21-yard line of Marshall County, just outside the red zone. And here's Case and Tice bringing his team up to the line of scrimmage. Under center, Caden McCoy, the lone setback. Here's Tice. Gives to McCoy on the left side. And he gets hit at the line of scrimmage, and he goes down. He's going to maybe maybe gets back. They're going to give him forward progress to the line of scrimmage. So really no gain on the play. Second and 10 for the Lions. Yeah, that's how kind of how McCoy operates. If You know, he, he makes a lot of guys miss, but he's not really going to break a lot of tackles. That's why his blocking is so important to him. And he's coming out of the game this time. Uh, might, might see Justice Haggard get a touch. We didn't see him get one uh, in the Jamboree last week, but that has been a very big emphasis in practice this week is getting him the ball. All right, Cortez Gilbert's going to get in the backfield. Haggard goes wide left. Jordan Davis ride to the right. Case and Ty still unsure of the play, still trying to take it in. Now he gets it. He's in the shotgun formation. Now, now, now delay penalty to delay a game. That's a, that's a, it just seems like a short clock. For, for some reason, and now they've taken the, the play clock completely out of our view. We can't see it at all, but it just seems like it's real short. Even if it is short, even if it's long, it doesn't even make sense to keep that penalty integrated when the play clocks are broken. These guys can't see the time, no. and I know that Whitehead behind them, who's at least, you know, in his 90s, Second and 15. Here's the th he's going deep to Haggard in the end zone. He's got the ball. He drops it. Man, what a that was a, almost a beautiful play from Case and Tice to, to, to Justice, Justice Haggard in the left corner of the end zone. Yeah, he had a hand drop back down. It looked like some pass interference there on the right hand or left hand sideline going into the south end zone. Haggard put up one hand and almost made a play on the ball. Got a fingertip on it, but just couldn't haul it in. Third now and 15 
from the from the Marshall County 26-yard line. Got to get it to almost the 10-yard line for the first down. Here's Tice under center. Cortez Gilbert in the, the lone setback. There's Tice. He fakes it to Gilbert. Looking to throw across the middle to Haggard. It's and be there's an incomplete pass across the middle. So it's going to be fourth down now and a decision. Four down. I say go for it. It doesn't look like they're going to. You might could take a timeout and talk about it. I don't know. That's a that'd be a pretty good field goal. So it'd be 36, and almost. A, uh, what would it be? It would be 42 yards. Yeah, It'd be a 42 yard field goal. I don't know if we have somebody that can put that and one through. So they're gonna they're gonna try to go for they're going well, to they're call the timeout. They're gonna now. talk about it. And we're gonna take a quick break as well to catch our breath and see what happens here on this fourth and 15. 10 minutes, 52 seconds to go here in the second quarter. No score in this opening night. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. So here we are back on a fourth and 15 for the Columbia Central Lions at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Lee Maddox and Lewis Maddox here with you broadcast here trying to hopefully get some points on the board here or at least the first down. Columbia is going to go for this fourth and 15 at the Marshall County 26-yard line. Here's Cason Tice, takes the shotgun snap, got plenty of time to throw it. He throws it now deep down to looking for Jordan Davis, and there was interference. Pass interference. And, but no call, no call on the play. So <laughs> without a call, no flags on the field. He was trying to reach Davis towards the left corner of the end zone. And uh, looks like he was being held up. He couldn't get by you know, the receiver. I, I think in the rule book it says that if you've got a shot at catching the, the football and you're impeded to do so by a defender, that would be pass interference. And I think that's exactly what just happened there on the left-hand sideline of Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Um, but Columbia's so, defense is on the field. We're not going to get to see them. Turnover on downs by the Lions. So both of these teams kind of turning it back over to each other. And we'll see is as now Marshall County is going from your right to left, and they start the ball at their own 26-yard line, first and 10, 10 minutes, 45 seconds to go. T hands off to Cawthorn, and he's going to get hit on the right side, but he still drags a Columbia defender with him as he picks up five to six yards on that play. Tristan Harden now in the, in the ball game on the defensive line, and now being replaced by Brian Whitehead, who just come in and you know, play some bandit for him. Just that three-tick uh, opposite of the nose guard. Actually, that is the nose guard. That Whitehead just came in to play, the one okay. technique. T hitting the shotgun, looking to throw this time. Getting pressured up the middle. There's Fry Dawson. Oh, it's just tipped out of bounds over there. Who made that tip? Malik Smith made it tip 
over there on the far sideline just in time to tip that ball. He was trying to reach his receiver. It would have been a first down if he'd have caught it, but uh, Malik Smith, and but getting pressure yeah. back here by Ferguson. It was Kamarion Dawson who got oh, the Dawson. pressure out okay. there, number 29. And now Ferguson comes into the ball game to grab Dawson after he just made a really good that, hustle play to the sideline. That was a great play by Dawson. He actually forced himself inside of the tackle, and then Teed rolled out to the right side, and he changed direction in the middle of the field and still made a pressure on the quarterback at the sideline. Second second four, ball on the 31-yard line of Marshall County. Teed all alone in the, in the shotgun, changing the play from the sideline. He's obviously looking to throw this time. No one in the backfield with him. Two receivers to his right now in motion. Fakes the jet sweep, and Teed going to run it himself. And he's going to get his first down, as or he's going to be close. It's right out I, the sticks. I think he's got it. He's going to get it up to the 36 or 37-yard line of Marshall County. Let's see. They're going to mark him just short. So third and inches for Marshall County at Looks the 36. Like I think we might get a measurement here. It's right there. Line to gains the 31, and it's right there in between the 30 and the 31 of Marshall County. Now they're going to call him a first down. Doggone it. So Marshall County gets the first down after the turnover on downs from the Lions as uh, we're down at 9.41 to go here in the second quarter. No score on this opening game of the 2023 high school football season. No score, but it's, it's, it sure has been exciting so far. I like uh, the defensive game. I it's really been do. a slugfest. I like the offensive game. <laughs> But this has been fun. You're right. And what a crowd. Oh, right? Both sides Both are sides. full. And well, you, not full, we, but close. It's full look, over here no, on the home side. It is. The home side standing is. Standing room. Yes. Uh, there are probably just as many people standing to our left over there next to the concession stand than there are in the field. Handoff up the middle for Cawthorn. And he's making it outside and taking defenders with him. He picks up eight yards on that play all the way up to at least the 43-yard line, it looks like, of Marshall County is where they'll spot it. It'll be second and a long two. Columbia's been stuffing it when they come on the inside, you know, the dives and, and the bellies and the powers and stuff for Marshall County. But when they hit the outside, there's no contain by these defensive ends on the edge. Cam Bratton and, and Dawson in there right now, they're going to have to fight that shade over the tackle and work to the outside to make a play. Teat fakes it to his tailback, and he's rolling out to his left side looking to throw. Now he's going to pull it down and run it. He's got his first down as he goes out of bounds just shy of midfield at the Marshall County 49, where it'll be first and 10 for the Marshall County Tigers. Eight minutes, 30 seconds to go here in this second quarter. Marshall County's got their last names on their jersey. That's something oh, you, you, don't, you don't usually see in, in high school football. Oh. Well, no. I guess some of them do some and some of them, of them do, don't. Yeah. That's odd. If you're going to do it, just do it. If you're not, don't. Don't do it half and half. As they're shuffling players in and out of the field as they now are getting lined up. Can't make out that running back in the backfield, his number. I think it's Carl 25. Thorne. No, it's A reverse, five. a reverse, yes. and Jaravius Hall reads it, and he brings the bat, the the receiver down that was coming for that reverse. About a 10-yard loss for Jaravius Hall. Yeah, Jaravius, uh, eight, nine-yard loss right there. And uh, he's a guy that should be making those plays. He's got offers from everywhere across the country. And uh, he's grown into a player that, that fits that personality, and he just showed it right there, breaking through and making a play in the backfield. And he's still just a junior. Yes. <laughs> junior Jaravius Hall made a 
heck of a play right there on A.J. Jones of Marshall County. Now second and 19 for the Tigers at the 40-yard line, at their own 40-yard line. Got to get it nearly to the 40-yard line of Columbia for the first down. Taking a lot of time in this play. There's the flag. There it is. Finally, one for us. Yeah. It still seems short, but I'm, I'm, I don't care. I'm calling it based on what the way they've been calling it. It seemed that way last week in the Jamboree that that was a real short play clock. And Teach showed his frustration there. He kind of kind of waved <laughs> off that penalty in, in frustration. It, and, I, and I agree with him. It, it is ridiculous that that's a penalty. Even well, though it pushes him farther back. Than, let's figure out how to get the clocks working. Yes. You know, I mean, we're opening night. Somebody got some why, double-A batteries or something in the crown. Let's, let's pop them things in there. Drives me crazy to not have the clock working. And, you know, even if you if you really wanted it to work, you could not flip sides after quarters, have every offense going one direction and to be able to see the play clock. But that's not going to happen. Here's T, second and 24. Screen he's pass. trying to do a screen across the middle, incomplete. So now to be third and extremely long for the Tigers. We need a big play right here on defense. That was a dangerous setup right there. That's, that's what I talked about with Jambree last week when, when CPA set up those screen passes. Uh, those guys have got to notice up there on the front four that those screen passes, those guys are shedding those blocks so quickly, they think they've just got a free shot at the quarterback at that point, but they're setting up that wall in, uh, in front of the running back so they can toss it down uh, to Crawthorne or number 25, and, and then there's nobody there to tackle them. So they've got to be able to stay there and read their keys. Here's Teat looking in the shotgun and being forced out of the pocket, and he's going to go down after trying to break it down and run it. It's going to be well short of the first down, and is that Dravius it is. on the ground? But he gets back up. A little scary moment there that Dravius goes down. He's trying to make knee. a play in the backfield. He was holding his knee for a second. Now he's getting called out, and he's going to be replaced by Tristan Harden. But hopefully nothing serious right there. He definitely jogged off on his own power. Doesn't so look too serious. Going to force a punt for Marshall County as Wyatt Joyce is going to Line up in the punt formation. To Jordan Back Davis. deep is Jordan Davis. He's standing at about his 23-yard line. A great, there could be great some magic defense. here from, from Jordan Davis. Great defensive hold. There's the snap. Good snap. Gets the ball away. A good kick. Goodness good gracious, a good ball. Jordan Davis is going to let it bounce. Unfortunately, it's going to roll and roll and roll and roll down to the three-yard line. Great punt. What a ball. By Marshall County. Man, what a punt. It was a missile. Jordan Davis couldn't have a chance, though. I mean, no. it was just – it was it, the ball was too high. If he would have taken it, he would have been just he, clocked yes, immediately. It, without a fair catch, that would have not been a smart idea to field that one. But oh, now Columbia backed up at their own three or two or three-yard line. Um, not a position you want to be in. Well, you got Caden McCoy. He's back in there. So let's see if he can break one here for about 97. Turned into a beautiful <laughs> night here, by the way. And it is, y'all. The crowd is unbelievable. I mean, it doesn't even look like the band has a place to sit, but they're just out practicing, ready to go on at the halftime. So here's Case, Case and Tice. Got Cortez Gilbert and Caden McCoy in the backfield. Surely he's just going to hand up, try to get some room off that goal line, and he does. And Caden McCoy is not, is just Lost caught. yards. Lost a yard down to the two or the one-yard line goes Caden McCoy. So, goodness gracious, we need some room here to – get out of that end zone. Wow. Yeah, so an even tougher situation. And uh, as we 
tick under six minutes to go here in the first half of play. Columbia does get the ball back after halftime, but they've got to get it out of this situation here. They're on the behind the two-yard line now. And if they don't hurry up, they're going to get a delay a game right here. That's a long time getting that play in. I better snap it. Real long, and they're not they're not hurrying up to the line. Not that it's they can move it back too much further. They're on the one. Here's the snap. Fake to McCoy. He's rolling in the end zone, looking to throw, and there's the throw Got to him. Jordan Davis. He makes the he catch. Does he hang on? Yes, yes he, he did. He catches the ball, and that's a first down all the way to the 16-yard line. What a play by Cason Tice, the left-handed thrower to Jordan Davis, cutting across the middle to the sideline. And, and, and for a left-handed quarterback rolling to your right, it's such a more hard – it's such a harder throw see how you do it. to throw across your body like that and contort your, your, your core in such a way that you can make an accurate pass. And Jordan Davis, I don't know if you're familiar with the toe drag swag segment on NFL, on NFL Network, but that would have made it uh, as yeah. he scrapes some dust right there between the yard markers in between the 20 and 25. And what an absolutely beautiful catch and uh, toss and throw from Tice to Davis. Great to get us out of that shadow of the end zone now. First and 10 at the 16-yard line of Columbia. Here's McCoy on the left side looking for blockers, looking for room. Doesn't get too much. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a half yard is what they'll mark it. So not too much on that play there by Caden McCoy on that left tackle. Yeah. yeah, once again, that left side of the offensive line. And a lot of these guys, especially on the line, going both ways for Columbia, like Travius Hall uh, and Anijah Hildreth as well. Um, they just kind of got beat on that one on the left side. And McCoy really didn't have anywhere to go once he got back to the line. Again, they're taking a lot of time in between plays. I would be, <laughs> I would wish they would hurry up just a little be. bit I'd more. I would be hurrying up. So here's Case and Tice under center. Second and nine. Give to McCoy on the right side, and he's met in the backfield and dropped. That's late been. hit. That should have been a late hit, but not going to be called as uh, you're going to lose two yards there, at least a yard for Caden McCoy trying to get out to the right side, but nothing doing. That time it was Malik Smith that uh, kind of got had a block there on the outside. Uh, had him push and pull back to the inside and uh, kind of lost the grip on his defender and they got taken out of the ball game right there actually and uh, that's another guy that goes both ways could have been a little bit of little bit of fatigue there that's a, that's a huge factor in these first games of the season uh, is fatigue a lot of these guys haven't played a full you know 48 minutes of, of high school football yet and it's it's a task especially going both ways on on the football there's a delay a game it just really seems too short but you can't they're, – they're taking too much time for sure. We've got to get plays in quicker and get up on that line of scrimmage and get this ball high because they're calling it. You know, we don't have the – like you said, we don't have the fortune of seeing the clock. The play clocks are not working on the field. Now it's like third and fifth – third and 17. Wow. This, this, this might be the most That's ridiculous like three thing or four. I've ever seen. That's three or four uh, delay – Calls and they wouldn't happen if you could see the clock. They'd be uh, in a little bit more of a hurry. It's ridiculous. Well, somehow <laughs> the coaches have got to get this in there and stop this. Here's Cason Tice in the shotgun looking to throw. He's got Jordan Davis down the left side. And that's the interference. interference. Come on. My goodness, he pushed him down. I mean, he turned him around. Cawthorn, that wasn't, that wasn't Jordan Davis. That was Terry Sharp that Cason Tice was going to. So it's going to force a punt situation 
uh, for the Lions, and they're going to be unfortunately punting right there at your end from from your end zone. And we've already seen one bad snap here, so <laughs> this is not the time to have a bad snap. Uh, I'm sure. I'm not that sure was who just, that is. Yeah, it's, it's Tyler Huckabee, uh, and he is the the one and only. That's his only position as long snapper. So I'm sure that was just a fluke on that first one. And he's been practicing on the sideline. Let's see if he can get it back. Good snap. Good snap. Gets the ball away. A good kick by Garcia. Good ball. Good ball rolling. And he picks it up. And, oh, my gosh, he gets the ball at the 45-yard line and still on his feet. Goes all the way inside the 30. Is Goes Marshall County, the receiver. I mean, that was a very gutsy play for him to pick up that ball, that bouncing ball, while he had a defender right on it. Yeah, and luckily Huckabee, the long snapper, was there and uh, made the tackle over there on the, on the on the far side of the field on the sideline. So, because uh, he had a lot of a lot more room to run past the 30-yard line. So, another tall task for the Columbia defense with 3:40 to go in the half. So now they, Marshall County takes over at the Columbia 28-yard line, 3:40 to go. No score in this game in this second quarter of play. T in the shotgun formation. Here's Columbia trying to get a man in. I'm not sure. It's Tristan Harden late on to the defensive line. Here's Teat looking to throw across the middle, and that ball is oh, caught. What a caught a great catch right in traffic among a whole bunch of defenders for Columbia. They just couldn't fortunately get their hand on the ball. Is a, a great catch by number two for Marshall County, A.J. Jones. A great pass I, I by T as well. I, I can't believe he held on to it. I can't either. He just got sandwiched by all kinds of Autry, Columbia defenders. Autry Smith got a hand up in between his and between his chest and the ball, and then Malik Smith, I mean, just laid the wood on him. I used to call Malik Smith Lawrence Taylor because the dude wears a cross earring on one ear, and he looks exactly like him if you've ever seen him in person. Uh, but he just laid a Lawrence Taylor-style hit. And it's, it's unbelievable that he held on to that football. And he held on. And so now it's second and one at the Columbia 19-yard line. And going to hand off to Cawthorn, and he's going to get his first down as he'll mark his way down to about the 16, where it'll be first and 10 for Marshall County. Now under three minutes to go as they'll stop the clock to move the chains. So we need another stand here by the defense big-time stand or a turnover. There goes the clock started back up again by the White Hat. The change is set. 2.55 to go and ticking. It is much time to go off as possible. Columbia's got to make a stand here. So here's T in the shotgun. Going to fake to his tailback. Throwing out to his left. Complete across the 10. Inside the 10 goes Marquise Davis as he's going to get to the nine-yard line, and it's going to make it second and about three to go for first down. Clock. It's a long three, but clock's still rolling. They're trying to hurry up now. They need a turnover. They definitely need a turnover or a big-time stop to have some time to get back in the going the other way. Here's T. Takes the shotgun snap, hands it off to Cawthorn over the right side, and he's got a little room, but then he is knocked down by a big-time play by Justice Haggard on the right side of the ball. And he still, I guess he did get the first down. That was, an, that was an ankle biter tackle right there from Haggard, and 
Crawthorn did a complete front flip and landed on his back. That's that's some power right there. He but did get the first down, unfortunately, but great hit. So now it's going to be first and goal from the six-yard line of Columbia as Marshall County. Columbia Clock. really needs a stop. Clock down to a minute 35 to go here in this second quarter. Here's T. There's the snap. Give to the right side. Looking for room, and there's a touchdown. Marshall County. Marshall County, a six-yard run by Jacaven Curry, the senior for, for Marshall County. Now six to nothing with a minute 20 to go. Marshall County goes on top here over Columbia on this opening night of the 2023 high school football season. They had it stopped up there, and a break was found, and he and, just picked uh, his way around and, just and uh, found his way no into the end zone. No one else there to stop it. So here's, here's Marshall County for the extra point attempt. There's the snap set, and the kick is good. So with timeout on the field, a minute 20 to go in this second quarter. Marshall County strikes first. There's seven, Columbia nothing. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Right now, get 99 cent icy any size. Hungry for breakfast? Try two ham biscuits for $3. Or how about two grilled chicken sandwiches for just $4? It's Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Quickmark Convenience Stores, proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Lee Maddox with Lewis Maddox here with the broadcast of the Columbia Central High School football game over Marshall County. Marshall County just taking the lead, the first score of the game. Seven to nothing now, waiting to kick off from their own 40. Back deep for uh, Columbia is Caden McCoy and Jordan, Jordan Davis. And by the way, uh, Columbia has got a new logo on the helmets. It's going back to the 2010 era. Uh, with just the the uh, power C and the stripe down the middle of the helmet instead of the uh, lion logo that we've been used to over the past few years, um, but it's still got that lion logo at midfield if you if you if you favor that one better, which I personally do. But <laughs> yeah, they both look I'm, good. I'm indifferent. Look I'm indifferent. Whatever they want to put on there, I'm good with it. But now it's this timeout. I guess there's something wrong with the clock again. Maybe the the. Not the play clock, but the game clock, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, Columbia may have called a timeout. I don't know if, if that's what it was. I believe that is what happened. Columbia called a timeout because they, they had three left. Now they've got two. So okay. um, they didn't like the look of something on that uh, 
kickoff return team. Brought him over to the sideline to talk it through uh, with Dre Hall and Chris Chumley. And now they're sprinting back out there. Ready to go. Maybe Columbia can get something done right here before halftime and get the ball back that after half. Great. So we could, we could take the lead right there to start the uh, second half of play. That would be great. Now Wyatt Joyce ready to kick off for the Tigers. Here's the kick. Going to come down to Jordan Davis at the 15. Jordan Davis looking for Roan, and he gets across the 30 up to the 35 before he's finally brought down as uh, Columbia will take over there. Now they'll spot him maybe just short of the shy of the 35 at the 34, where it'll be first and 10 with just a minute 13 to go before halftime. So they got to make a lot of ground, cover a lot of ground here in this minute. Last yeah, minute of the half. We're also down a starting uh, left tackle here is Dravius Hall is still getting his left leg worked on here on the sideline by the athletic trainer, uh, junior quarterback, and um, Jason Tice that time, who's uh, been pretty good in his decision-making so far tonight, but you'd like to see that one either go out of bounds uh, with the ball or just anything except going towards the middle of the field. That loses you a lot of time and a timeout. Throw it away to save that timeout. But, so now second. And seven, ball spotted at the Marshall County 45-yard line. Second seven, Marshall County having trouble getting their defenders lined up, and they're just pulling everybody back. They're going to give them a lot of room here. Let's see what happens now. What is that? Oh, now Marshall, Marshall County, County. called timeout because I don't think they like what they were setting up because nobody was going to line up on the line of scrimmage for Marshall County. They had every every all 11 players basically in the back uh, in their defensive backfield. Yeah, that was uh, so they're just I mean thinking it's been a long they're just going to pull everybody back and just hold protect on. the end zone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I might try to do that. I don't know. I yeah, never see that much. And I don't know what we've got in our kicking game but to you know to where we need to get to. Uh, I don't know what kind of leg Garcia or Ramirez has. I don't know if we need to get to the 10, down to the 20. Not really sure. Uh, you know, both those guys have pretty big legs, but I don't think they have a lot of, of experience. I think they're both soccer players, so I don't think they have a lot of experience kicking footballs other than in practice. So might be uh, not a good risk to do one of those live game situations in a, in a time where it really matters. But we'll see what happens here. So here's 11 seconds to go in the half. <clears throat> Columbia has the ball second and seven from the Marshall County 45-yard line. Cason Tice in the shotgun. Caden McCoy on his right hip. Here's Tice looking to throw. Got time. Now being forced out of the pocket. Ball goes down. Caden McCoy picks it up, and that's going to wrap up this halftime, I believe, as we go to 0-0-0. So unfortunate that Cason Tice gets hit, fumbles the ball, but Caden McCoy falls on it. But to no avail, we go to halftime. So that's where we end it here this first half of play, Marshall County leading seven to nothing over your Columbia Central Lions. It's halftime. Stay tuned. We'll have more right after this. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com.
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back, everyone, here at halftime at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. And Lewis Maddox, Lee Maddox here at the Marion Wilhoyt press box and where Marshall County is leading in this opening game of the season, 7 to nothing over your Columbia Central Lions. Lewis, what's your thoughts? Uh, you know, Columbia has looked decent, um, and we've got some uh, – 
just really been shooting ourselves in the foot. Uh, a pass that went over the head, or a, a snap that went over the head of the punter, which ended up not really being a, uh, a factor at all. Um, but I think a, a fatigued Columbia defense is what we saw. A lot of guys going both ways, and then ultimately a, a short touchdown drive by Marshall County. But Columbia gets the ball back right here after halftime, and uh, they'll have a chance to redeem themselves. The offense has looked good. They've been shooting themselves in the foot as well, so we'll see what they can do here. So we, we've got a little uh, feature here for you that we were hoping to bring uh, before the game started. We had some comments from uh, new head coach Tredarius Goff with the Columbia Central Lions. This is his first year back uh, in Columbia since on being on that uh, that 2010 championship and 2009 runner-up, and right. he was a senior in 10. So went, went got to that game twice uh, and had some good teams and. Those two prior years as well, seven and eight, um, and he started all four years for, for the Lions uh, from freshman to senior year. So we're going to bring you that uh, interview we had with uh, Coach Goff here bef there's before the game today to talk about what he was hoping to bring to, to tonight's game. Joining me now is head coach of the Columbia Central Lions, Tredarius Goff. And uh, Coach Goff, my goodness, it's game day. Uh, a day that uh, a lot of folks have been excited about, waiting on, and it's here. It's the first game of the 2023 season. You're the new head coach of the Columbia Central Lions. Uh, you got to be excited yourself, and I know your players are, right? Oh, man, I'm, I'm overly excited. Um, I've been waiting uh, since this summer, man, to get out here on this field, back in this purple, and be out here coaching some, a great group of kids who work hard, so, you know, uh, this is this I'm, I'm at the peak of the mountain right now and ready to go, ready to jump off. I know last week uh, you guys had the chance to uh, participate in the Jamboree mm. and it was kind of a game like situations. Mm. You, you came out of the tunnel mm -hmm. uh, for the first time uh, wearing that purple, mm -hmm. you know, since 13 years ago mm -hmm. when you were a player and, and, uh, and a lot of people will remember you know, how you played and, and how exciting it was to watch you. You guys won a state championship. What was that like for you? And then what's it going to be for you tonight when it's for real? Yeah, um, with that jamboree, you know, it was, you know, it was a, it was a, a, a glorified scrimmage game. But like I said, just being on that field and being back on that in the purple, it, it felt good, man, uh, seeing the crowd and then going into this. Tonight when we play uh, Lewisburg, um, Marshall, excuse me, but um, the crowds, I, I think the crowd's going to be even even bigger. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be better. Uh, the intensity is going to be there. And it's, it's going to be game time, man. And I'm, I'm excited, like I said, and, and happy to be back in purple. And it's, and it's not a scrimmage tonight. No, but I, I know that last week mm -hmm. and even prior to the, the jamboree, you had the chance to scrimmage some other teams and, and figure out you know, how your system's going to go mm -hmm. both ways, both sides of the ball, offense, yep. defense. And you got a little kicking in last week. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but, but talk about how you've prepared and how you think your kids are prepared mm -hmm. to play tonight mm -hmm. against what we know is a, is a pretty good Marshall County team. Uh, yes, a tough, a tough Marshall County team with kids who are going to fight to that end buzzard ring. And, um, you know, uh, this summer – we had uh, a couple scrimmages against Nashville Christian White House and then to finish up with CPA. And each week I think we progressed heading into the night. And I, I talked to the kids yesterday about even progressing past this point, man. Um, and so I think that us going into this game, we're ready, we're excited, 
And uh, we got a fight. It's going to be a fight to the end because they're not going to lay down. They got a good, a great group of kids over there. I know some of them personally, and I know I know what's in them and the heart and everything else. So we got to take it to them and, and don't lay down. Adversity is going to come, but we got to keep fighting and keep going. And I know this is a dream come true for you, mm-hmm. right, to, yeah, yeah. to be back uh, mm-hmm. in the purple mm-hmm. and, and be head coach mm-hmm. of a team that you had a lot of success mm-hmm. and you'd like to see that success with this team, mm-hmm. Team 110, yep. is what you're leading out mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, and, and I know you're excited. I know your 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 team leaders are excited. Mm-hmm. They Some of them have had four years' experience here, yep. and we've watched them grow and progress through their career as a Columbia Central mm-hmm. Lion. I know you're excited for especially those senior leaders that uh, you have on this team. Yes, most definitely. Uh, the senior leaders we have on this team um, – they, they've done a great job. You know, every, every four years they had a new coach. So they've done a great job of accepting me, listening to me, and learning from us, Eat us as a whole, as a coaching staff, you know, because um, most of the time when kids deal with change, it's tough. But when we came in, they just they, they bought into what we were preaching, and, and they, they've been do, doing everything we asked them to do. So I'm excited about them. Uh, they speak up. They, they take lead when it's time. So – I'm ready to see how they react on this field when, like I said, when adversity hits. That's that's my thing. When adversity hits, who gonna step up and take the lead? And obviously, you've got some great a great coaching mm-hmm. staff that that is helping you, and an expanded coaching mm-hmm. staff. I can I guess I can remember a, a, a staff that this full mm-hmm. of experience mm-hmm. and a lot of play, a lot of coaches mm-hmm. that were back w- when you were mm-hmm. here yeah, uh, yeah. as a player yourself. So mm-hmm. it's got to make you feel right at home. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you're excited about what your, what your coaches are going to allow mm-hmm. and help you coach this game. Now, yeah, uh, I couldn't ask for a better support and coaching staff, man. Um, a lot of the, the guys, uh, the older, some of the older guys who coach with us, I played up under them, middle school, high school, so I know the knowledge that they have and, and what they bring to the game. And then some of the younger guys who coach with us, we played on, on the field together. So I know what's in their heart and, and what they, what the, how they feel about the game. And they, they are they just as good as coaches to me as the, the mix is good because you got your old, your young coaches. And, and, you know, the coaches, the older coaches, you look at them for the knowledge and the younger coaches experience and the kids see it and, and they just buy into it, man. So it's great. It's great. Last word. You you ready to go on the field tonight? I know. And mm-hmm. what what's your what's your message to your players and and uh, you, you, the, the Columbia crowd here tonight? What's your message? It's time. It's time, man. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and we're gonna put Columbia back on the map and and show them that we want to play hard nosed football, hard nosed football, and take it to them. All right, coach. Can good luck tonight. Okay. Thank you. And there you have it, uh, some comments from head coach Tredarius Goff of the Columbia Central Lions. That was earlier today before the game. We were hoping to bring that before kickoff, but technical difficulties, Lewis, kept us from doing that. But you, you heard from this coach, you know, he, it's a dream come true for him to be back at his alma mater coaching the Columbia Central Lions 13 years after taking them to the state championship. Uh, just the, the players have bought in. They're trailing seven to nothing, but hey, they're still in this ball game, and who knows? We get the ball back here at the at the beginning of this second half. But Tredarius Golf and and got a mix of coaches that were here playing, or that they were coaching him when he was here 13 years ago, and then some young guys too that he played with are with him. So it's pretty neat to have sure, these yeah. guys. And uh, you know, Coach Golf, like like was mentioned, is is 
probably the most legendary uh, Columbia football player of all time, an offensive and defensive MVP of that state championship game that we won back in 2010. Um, you know, and, and guys my age and, and the juniors and seniors and really everybody on this team kind of grew up and envying those guys. And I know as, as a kid, um, I couldn't wait to, to play high school football. I couldn't wait to be a Central Lion because of guys like Tredarius Goff and Dre Hall and, uh, and you know, Zach Tate, all those guys that were a part of those teams down there that are now on the sideline for Columbia Central High School and went on to do great things. Uh, they're inspirations for these kids. I know those guys uh, wanted to be Columbia Lions as well because of these guys. Um, and, and I'm sure that halftime speech from Coach Goff really got those guys fired back up for the, for the second half. They're going to be ready to go, and uh, so am I, honestly. We get the ball back to start things off, and uh, Columbia is going to have a chance to get back into this ballgame really quickly. Get a fresh start here. Hopefully, like you said, gotten the, the words they needed, trying to fix some of the mistakes they had and uh, go all out here as they get this second half kickoff. And we're going to bring that to you right after this as uh, both teams are now warming up or starting to warm up on uh, the field here to get ready to start this third quarter of play where Marshall County leads 7 to nothing. You're listening to Columbia Central High School Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as we get ready for third quarter action here on this opening night of the high school football season. Friday night lights, Lee Maddox with Lewis Maddox here um, high above the Lindsey Nelson Stadium in the Marion Wilhoyt press box. Jim Cartwright Field. Jim Cartwright Field. So we're glad to be here and hopefully uh, the Columbia Central Lions can get things turned around here at this beginning of the second half and hopefully – uh, get things tied back up. At the, as we, there's Mayor Mulder he came up to say hello to us, uh, Columbia's mayor. There he is right here. He might have a, a quick word of encouragement. Uh, mayor Mulder, you, good to have you here as we get ready for this third quarter action. A big crowd here for this high school football game. Friday Night Lights, it's, it's what it's all about, right? Huge crowd right here in Columbia, Tennessee. Such a great game, by the way. What a great first half. Unfortunately, lost that seven there towards the end, but I'm really optimistic about what we have to, uh, to move it forward here uh, in the second half. But a great night in Columbia, Tennessee. Huge crowd, and I think it's going to be an exciting second half and may come down to the wire. And I know, Mayor Motor, this this is something uh, your alma mater, right? Oh yes, Columbia Central, class of 01. 01. Yeah, Yeah. you 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 wanted to make sure you're right about that. I mean, I I bleed purple if you cut (laughs) me right here. I know it. I just I don't know. I I was a long time before that, but unfortunately, not from Columbia Central. But I know there's a lot of pride in this community. You've got head coach Tredarius Golf that comes back uh, to lead the Lions and. And uh, uh, he's one of the favorite sons of this city and what he did with the championship back in 2010. So there's still a lot of excitement, and hopefully he can get things turned around in this second half. That's right. There's a lot of history and tradition on the sidelines, beginning with the coach, one of the best players ever to play on this field, and uh, other coaches as well. And you might not have been a Central High School graduate, Lee, but your son and daughter were. Yes, So you know what it's like, and it's uh, it's a strong tradition. And I'm just excited to see the two of you all up here, father, son, and let's get this second half kicked off and ready to go. Mayor Mulder, Chaz Mulder joining us. Thanks for being with us, Mayor Mulder. And uh, hopefully you're going to bring us some good luck here, bring some Lions the the good luck that they need right here as we get ready for kickoff of this second half of action here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as the Lions will receive the ball back deep, Jordan Davis and Caden McCoy. And here's the kick from Marshall County. Another good kick. Goodness, that's going into the end zone uh, for the touchback. Jordan Davis gets it right at the goal line, but a foot touching inside the end zone. That'll make a a touchback, so Columbia will start this drive on their own 25-yard line as we start the third quarter of play. Yeah, probably for the best right there. Uh, Davis, uh, you know, fielded it on on really the goal line, had one foot in, one foot out, uh, that north end zone right there. Um, But a, a, a good flow down from the Marshall County kick team and uh, 
probably a good thing that Columbia is going to take a touchback here and, and start off on the 20-yard line to start the second half play. Malik Smith and Caden McCoy lined up in the I formation as Kaysen Tice, the junior quarterback under center. Now Malik Smith up to the line. He's going to give to McCoy on the left side, looking for room. Breaks one tackle around the left side. He breaks another one to the outside. Finally gets pushed out of bounds over there after he picks up about five yards up to the 25-yard line. I thought they got it at the 25. They got it at the 20, right? Yeah, yeah. They got started it, got it at the 20. The touchback in high school starts the ball at the 20-yard line. So second and five. Caden McCoy, not sure of his stats, but he had a great first half running the ball and uh, He's gotten off to a good start right here. If we can get five yards every play, I'd take it. I would too. Um, you know, your goal is to get at least four, so you can set up about a, a, a third down and two, a really manageable. Yeah, and they're going to have to speed it up here. They, to surely they discuss that because they're going to approach another delay here real quick. Tice now is going to give to McCoy, going on the right side this time. They didn't call it, and McCoy is going to go down as he fights his way. That should be a penalty out here because that was carried be out of bounds. Hit. And then some talking and taunting, too, on the sideline no from, call. from Marshall County. No call as McCoy is ridden out of bounds after a pickup maybe of two. It's going to make it third and three. It now is. late flag. And now it's going to go that's against gonna, Columbia. That's going to look like a Jordan Davis was talking to a Marshall County player. So, unfortunately, it's going to be an unsportsmanlike Goodness conduct gracious. against Jordan Davis. That's not an example for mm. uh, it's not the first person. It's the retaliator. I don't know what is. Yeah. That Goodness gracious. That, that's that ridiculous. Was too far out of bounds for that tackle. I mean, he didn't let up. And now look at Caden. Is this Caden McCoy it now is. being looked at on the sideline? It is, yes. Looking at a left ankle, it looks like. And he's taking his helmet off frustrated here on the sideline. Maybe, maybe just a just tape job, twisted it up a little bit. Yeah, surely that's what That's what doing. it looks like. Trainers grabbing some tape. So backs the ball up. It's going to be third. Or no, they haven't moved the ball back yet, right? Offsetting. Offsetting. Oh, sportsmanlike conduct penalties. Goodness. Offsetting penalties. Okay. I'll been, take that. Well, but it should have been called right off the bat, yes. and Central wouldn't have retaliated at that point because the ball would have been dead, and, uh, you know, people would have flowed back to their own sides of the field. Cortez Gilbert now in for Caden McCoy and – Malik Smith lined up in the I formation, at least for the moment, as Case Kaysen Tice, the junior quarterback, all the way at quarterback tonight as he's under center. Third and three. Now Malik Smith up to the line of scrimmage, a fake to Gilbert. He's looking downfield. He throws it, looking for Jordan Davis. Jordan it's Davis goes pass up interference. and no call. It's Jordan got to be pass Davis was battling two defenders as they, as Case and Tice just un, un, uncorked the ball all the way downfield to the 35-yard line. His jersey. He was held so badly. His jersey has come off of his shoulder pads. There is a flag on the far side, but that's not going to be. I mean, illegal man downfield. This back judge right here. Wow. I'm telling you, I, I was serious about this being one of my least favorite crews to play with. I mean, if you cough the wrong way, you're getting an unsportsmanlike or a penalty in general. But the blatant calls are never called. Yep. I've never seen such pass interference. They almost choked him out. There's the official call on uh, illegal man, illegal receiver downfield, and it's going to be a declined, and here comes Columbia's punt team. I didn't see it's that gonna either. It's going to be a three and out right here. I didn't see that either. Well, 
Case and Tice gave it all he got, throwing, going all the way deep, trying to reach Jordan Davis, and it did look like that he was interfered with. It was, on the, it was with. on the money. Pass was on the money, too. So here's Garcia to punt formation. There's the snap, a good snap. He gets the ball away. Good punt, good-looking punt. Going to be fielded and dropped at the 40. Oh, there's, there's a, face a face mask. mask. But they didn't. <laughs> no, they finally called it. Oh, my goodness. They called that face mask. The, the back judge it's was the wrong, right there. It's the and wrong he guy. It's the wrong guy. He's not even supposed to make that call. He he was he the back judge that was right there at it uh, was not going to call the face mask. I mean that's not even where he's supposed to be looking. But we 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 kind of saw it. It looked. I mean whoever the Columbia defender was just as he was trying to reach for that uh, the Marshall County player. He did graze across that face mask, it looked like. I was thinking maybe we'd get a makeup call, but. <laughs> and there's an injured player for Marshall County way back down at the original line of scrimmage, way back downfield, and there's going to be timeout on the field to look after him. One of the defensive linemen for Marshall County is hurt or down on the field, Elijah Wenzel. There's the official call, face mask yes. against Columbia. Ten minutes later. So. So they're marking that ball 15 yards, and they're going to end up spotting it. Well, I thought it was five in the first quarter. <laughs> was that penalty be, not five yards? Yeah, it's going to be first and 10 now for Marshall County at the Columbia 46-yard line. So unbelievable. Another short field. Good field position now to open up the second half for Marshall County. Columbia's defense really going to have to step up and play their A game right here, right here at the beginning of this third quarter. They shouldn't be three too tired. They should be back fresh uh, after the halftime break for this first series. I expect them to be at full speed here. Jaravius Hall, Cam Bratton. Elijah Hildreth and Kamaria Dawson on the other side of that front four. Then Clanton Smith, Autry Smith, and Roland Manning are your linebackers, Quantins, Jordan Davis, yep, and Justice Haggard in your backfield. Quarterback going all the way for Marshall County is Silas Teep. He's going to hand off to his tailback, Cawthorn, who's going to run along the left side, left tackle, and he finds a little room there and gets it like six yards, maybe seven, on that first down run. Gets it to the 40-yard line of Columbia. So it'll be second it, and four. Hall had it stuffed in the backfield and just couldn't make the play. Crawthorne made a made a good cut to the left side of the line, and then Brad uh, kind of fell on top of him, but he still managed to pick up about six or seven. We need a turnover right here. Need a pick six. Here's the shotgun nice. snap to T. He's going to give. No, he's going to keep it himself and go up the middle, and he gets stuck right there as he gets back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe gets another yard, so it's going to make it third and about two for the first down. So he maybe picked up two yards, but a, a good stop there by the defensive lineman of Columbia Central. Yeah, it was a good pursuit from three or four guys right there in purple. Cam Bratton almost pulled his pants down. Uh, he was right there on it and made, made a good play on the ball. There's the lion roar, trying to get this crowd into it to get that defense kind of spiked up to stop this drive right now for the moment for the Marshall County Tigers as their ball spotted at the 38-yard line. Oh, and there's man. an automatic first down as Altry Smith jumps off sides. 
He tried to time that one up perfectly, and a good job by T to Doggone. slow down his cadence a little bit and got him to got Autry to jump off sides there. That's going to make it first down at the Columbia 33-yard line. Is where they'll spot it now. Nine, fi nine minutes, 53 seconds to go. Here's Marshall County leads here in the third quarter, seven to nothing over your Columbia Central Lions. A lot of football to be played. Come on, let's go defense right here. As T takes the shotgun snap, looking to throw deep. Got a man wide open, wide open all alone at the 10-yard line inside the 10. Did he catch it? Incomplete. He incomplete. But he was all alone out there, and <laughs> nobody covering that wide receiver all the way downfield on the far side of the field and just couldn't make the connection and ball falls incomplete second <laughs> 10 looked like he caught it at first but it must have uh, kind of bobbled and hit the ground there that the back judge saw and made a good call right there defending over there i guess it's terry sharp and yes number four into the game now in uh, favor of Quan sims justice haggard now at the free safety position. That, is there a penalty? Did I miss a penalty? I guess so. Because they I backed him up five. They backed uh, Marshall County up five yards. Yeah, it was right here on the on the close sideline and uh, kind of blocked by the, the line of Columbia players. Okay. Didn't really see it. All right. I think so, on a legal procedure, just a five-yarder, but we'll take it. Second and 15. Ball spotted now at the 39-yard line. A give to Cawthorn going around the right side. Looks like holding Cam Bratton on the outside. Cawthorn picking up a lot of yardage over there on the far side. Bratton asking why he's not being called for being held because he was being held right there. Otherwise, he would have made the play towards the backfield. Yeah, the White Hat just hadn't thrown a flag all night. I don't, I don't know if you can see him. Bratton is furious that he didn't get that call. I would be too. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. There's a cramp player this, this for crew Marshall is... County. So they're going to call timeout on the field for an injury of a, a, a Marshall County player down at the line of scrimmage cramping, it looks like. And that's what I was going to mention earlier, This, these first games, these both teams that, you know, hadn't played and hadn't played the full game. And it's been a hot summer uh, getting to this point tonight. Not, you know, a beautiful night tonight, not – that hot, but I'm sure it is out on the oh, field. It was, it was hot at the start of the game. There's no doubt about it. Uh, probably the heat index closer to 90 than we think it was. Um, but definitely into the 70s, uh, mid-70s now. But um, Columbia, uh, they've got to stand tall on this third down. This is a huge third down. But that holding, I mean, as blatant as you can get, I'd love to be throwing a striped shirt and a white hat. Uh, and call this game myself, I think I could do a better job. Because this is, I mean, it's, it's embarrassing to the TSSAA that these calls are being missed the way they are. It's embarrassing on both sides. I'm not just saying this for Columbia's sake. It's just bad. Yeah. It's awful. It's a, it's a tough job. There's no doubt about it. Here's Tice in the shotgun, looking to throw, rolling to his left. And now he's going to pull it down to try to run it. And breaks through one tackle, breaks another one inside the 20, down to the 17-yard line. Goes Silas Teat. It's going to be first and 10 inside the red zone for the Marshall County Tigers. Columbia is losing some spunk about him. Roland Manning there on that tackle finally brings Teat down after he looked like he was going to roll out to his left to throw the ball, but he quickly just pulled it down and took off running himself and picks up a great gain and uh, making up for the procedure call. 
Cortez gets, Gilbert in for Caleb Clanton at that inside linebacker spot. And here's a handoff up the middle. Uh, T and running back trying to get through the middle of that line is Jacobin uh, Curry. And he gets about four yards. It'll be second and six. They'll spot it now down at the Columbia 13-yard line. So for sure that defense has got to pick up have got to stand their ground yeah, right here have and not allow a score. They've played fairly well throughout the ball game, but uh, with how slow the offense has been moving tonight for Columbia Central, two touchdowns is a bigger deficit than it seems like here in the third quarter. Here's T looking to throw. He's getting pressured. Now he's just going to throw it away out of the end zone as he was being pressured by Pratton and Roland Manning as well, both pressuring Teat on this near sideline as he just throws the ball away. It'll be third and about five third or six. And five or six. Third and six, we'll call it, as they spot the ball at the 13-yard line. Another big play. We've got to have pressure. We've got to have contained Teat. He's a, he's, a, he's a bigger guy, bigger set guy. He's not very, I mean, he's not very tall. He's still got some height to him. Uh, but he can lower his shoulder and, and make a play here with his legs. Teat trying to draw some defense offsides, and now Marshall County is going to call a timeout. So think about this play, a very important play right here, and we'll take a quick timeout with them. Tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Football on the Frontport Sports Radio Network. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Third and five from the Columbia 13, Marshall County Tigers trying to convert their third down or trying to get into the end zone. And uh, they called their timeout. So they're down to, they have two timeouts left. That's an early timeout here in this second half of this ball game tonight where they're leading seven to nothing over your Columbia Central Lions. Here we go. Marshall County up to the line of scrimmage. Still trying to shift players in and out as Teat now in the shotgun formation all alone. And he's going to throw a quick pass to the left to Cawthorn. And he's got about four yards or three yards. He gets into the 10-yard line. He's, he's going to be short, well short of He'll the first down. So it'll be fourth and about three. He'll definitely be going for it, though. Teat trying to get a quick play in from the sideline. There's no doubt there's the offense staying on the field for Marshall County. Huge play now for the Columbia defense as they faced them before and they've, they've held before. We'll see what happens here as they're trying to get the crowd into this game. The cheerleaders and the band. And we need a little bit more energy out of this home crowd. They kind need of something. Quiet. All right, here we go. It's third and three from the Columbia 10-yard line. Delay a game. 
There's the snap. Looked like movement. Teat rose to his right. No contain. Looking to throw. Can't find anybody. And he's trying to get to the first down. And I believe he stopped short. I believe he stopped short. He's backed Let's up. Let's see where they marked that line. That, he's he short. short. He's, he's short. short. Yes. That's turnover on down. Yes. Who was that? That was Jaravius Hall, I believe, made that final hit out there on the far sideline. And he's a yard short of the first down. Columbia will take over at the 11-yard line. That's the, that's the biggest play of the ball game so far. If, if Marshall County goes up right there with the way the Columbia offense is moving, I don't know if, if two touchdowns is too much to ask for this, this young offense right now. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a struggle so far. Columbia has put some things together, but the penalties and the shooting themselves in the foot those, those has delays. been terrible. And the delay of games have been yeah. terrible. Here we go. They, they, they'll spot the ball at the 10-yard line, Columbia 10-yard line. Here's Tice. He tries to go to a sweep, and he is going to be brought down for a yard loss. He was trying to get a sweep to uh, run the sweep play to Caden McCoy, but he could never get the sweep the pitch out to McCoy, and he just had to eat it. And he's hurting his right hand as he's trying to shake off an injury. But this is not where you delay. This is where you're going to get delay a game if you don't get a play in. Yeah, Burton Moore, just, just so everybody's aware, is the backup quarterback for the Lions. He's a uh, sophomore. He's got a little bit more size, but a lot less experience for Columbia. And you, don't, you, don't, you really don't know what you have with him yet. Second and 11 from the Columbia nine-yard line. Tice now in the shotgun. Caden McCoy on his right hip. Give it to McCoy. No, Tice is going to keep it himself, and he's going to go down. No gain. Or maybe a, he gets maybe a yard. Zach Cole got beat on the inside that time. We've got a lion down. More cramps this time on a lion. Is that Jordan Davis? I think so. Jordan Davis, the wide receiver, had gone out on a, on a route, and he is down being tended to by the athletic trainers and looks like he's cramping in both legs. So That's got to hurt. Did you ever have the cramps like that? Um, I never had a full one in my hamstring. was just the worst one to get, and that seems like what they're stretching right now for Jordan. Um, I don't know if I was just really good at hydrating during the day or uh, I was so nervous about a cramp I just overhydrated and never got one, but... Jordan Davis looks like he's going to walk off on his own power. That leg's stiff, but he'll get some fluids in. They usually have some pickle juice on the sideline, which is another reason why I never wanted to get a cramp because I wasn't going to drink that either. Um, <laughs> I don't know where you would get that. Oh, it's it's just a pickle jar. They've taken the pickles no, out No, I of. mean why you oh. would be uh, opposed to drinking pickle juice. Why, why would it's anybody just, drink pickle juice? I shouldn't just, be saying that. I'm sure there's a lot of there's some pickle farmers out there, cucumber farmers out there that I might be offending. <laughs> like father, like son, I guess. Yeah. So here it is. It's third and basically ten for the Lions with five minutes, 35 seconds and counting here in this third quarter. They're trailing seven to nothing to Marshall County. Here's Tice. Takes the shotgun snap, looking to throw. He's got a man down deep. Who is it? And the broken up, incomplete as he was trying to reach Jamar Morris on that left far sideline. A very deep throw by Tice, but again, ball falls incomplete. Looked like a clean play there, just yeah, that unfortunate. Was, that, was, that was good defense from Crawthorne that time. Uh, a little bit of an underthrow from, from Case and Tice, and uh, you know, if, if Morris had had a couple of more steps on Crawthorne, he would have had a shot at it, but. 
not able to turn this field position. So Garcia is going to be punting from the end zone once again. Seems like that's where he's been all night. Or at least on that, get a good snap the, here. on that side of the 10-yard line. Vital for a, for a good snap right here. No snap yet. There's a snap, and it goes over his head. Safety. Wow. Wow. A safety for the Marshall County Tigers as the ball is snapped over Garcia's head, almost over the goal post. There was no chance for Garcia to get that ball. So a new score on the field with 5.16 to go. Marshall County, nine, Columbia, nothing. Uh, that's, that's, that's fine. Mm. Uh, still a lot of football to be played. Still, still I about probably jinxed them there, right? I think, both did. But, I think we but, both did. But still, that's just something that um, that's, that is a tough, as you know, that is a tough, tough position. Yes. I mean, Wish one, of the, toughest, to oh, one of the toughest on the field, I would say. If, if you're not comfortable with it, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things where uh, – if you do it once, you're more likely to do it again because you're so nervous about getting it right the next time. And uh, that time uh, uh. went out of the back of the end zone. But still, just a two-possession game here with uh, still five minutes to go, uh, uh, you know, closer to half of this third quarter still left. And Columbia's got some time. They're, they'll be able to push Marshall County back a little bit further than they have been um, starting their drives at on previous possessions. Uh, and the defense will get a little bit more leeway to, to, to go to work here on the Marshall County offense rather than if they did get that punt off, you know, probably being on their own side of the 50, the Columbia side of the 50, and uh, Marshall County would have been set up quite well. So now Garcia is going to get the, basically the free kick from the Columbia 20-yard line as uh, the Marshall County receivers are back to their 25-yard line in hopes that uh, Garcia is going to give us a good kick, at least to, at least to that point. He is going to kick it off the tee. And it, like I said, it is a free kick. But the score, 9 to nothing, Marshall County, and now they get the ball back. There's the kick. High end-over-end kick taken at the 33-yard line by Cawthorn. He's up across the 40, up to midfield. Goes Cawthorn is where it will be first and 10, actually inside just across the midfield stripe at the 49. Now they're going to set it. They're going to put it right at midfield is where they'll spot the ball first and 10 for the Marshall County Tigers. So it really didn't matter anyway. They still get it at the 50. Yeah. That's a shame. So we need a turnover. <laughs> Somehow. Yes. We need to drop, get this ball. We need to get that those linebackers involved here and make some plays. We need Malik Smith to make a play. Yes. They need leaders to be to lead right here, and uh, you know, guys that were starters from last season need to show up here. Here's a give to Perryman across up the middle, round side. He's got lots of room. 15-yard carry down to the 35-yard line of Columbia goes Perryman for Marshall County. So Just a give off the right side, and he was gone. That's not something you've seen at all tonight from Columbia. Is is that front four just being blown off the ball? And that time they were. Uh, First time an inside run really has worked for Marshall County all night, and it worked big time. Here's Perryman again going around the right side. He's got a little room. He gets up, picks up four before he's finally brought down. He'll get to the 31-yard line of Columbia, where it will be second and about seven, maybe eight. 
Yeah, that time a good read from Roland Manning. He stepped up from his linebacker spot and, and put a hit in on the running back number five there from Marshall County. And he had some space out there on the outside, held it to a minimal gain, but it was still a pickup of about four. So here's T. He's looking to throw this time out of the shotgun. Now he pulls it down. He's got room to run. He's got his first down across the 25, across the – and he goes falls down awkwardly just inside the 20 to the 19. Goes Silas T, the quarterback for Marshall County. Another first down for the Tigers. You know, on plays like that, you should, should have a quarterback spy set up. Uh, didn't look like we had one there. So Nobody wow. on T. Hand off to Perryman on the right side, and he breaks two tackles, picks up more than six yards on the play, goes Perryman as uh, a lot of players for Columbia's defense just falling off the tackle, not able to hold on to Perryman, who's asked to come out of the game. And Cawthorn comes back in his place. Now second and six for the Tigers. Ball spotted at the 14-yard like line of Columbia. Not a good position to be Team. in. Oh, there's a penalty marker. Looks like procedure against Marshall County. Hopefully that's what that is and not an offside against Columbia. Offside. Offsides against Columbia. Wow. That'll be close to a first close down. Close to it, yeah. Second and one now for Man. the Tigers. Can't have that whatsoever. A lot of penalties in this opening game yeah. of the 2023 season. That's the stat I wish we had. I, I'm sure it's over 10 for the Columbia Lions. You know this is a running play right here. The Cawthorn up the middle. He's got his first down across the inside the five. The pile's being pushed all the way to at least the three, maybe the two-yard line is where he's going to make it to before they finally stop him. It's going to be burst and goal from right there at the two-yard line of Columbia. That's just a complete lack of effort from the Columbia side. Whole pile was, was being moved towards the end zone. And uh, if probably not for a trip in there somewhere, it probably would have been pushed all the way to the end zone. So two, here's here's the handoff to Cawthorn, and he's across the end zone for another Marshall County touchdown. With a new score now at two minutes, 48 seconds to go, Marshall County goes up 15 to nothing over Columbia, awaiting the extra point attempt and with a flag on the play. Yeah, it looks like Columbia has just lost every bit of uh, electricity that they've had. And um, uh, they're going to have to turn it around quick here. Or it's it's not going to be a fun fourth quarter if they if they can't put a drive together here on this ensuing possession or at least put some yards together, at least get across the 50. I don't know if they've been across the 50 yet tonight. Not sure if they picked up the flag or not or what. Who knows with this crew, man. Who knows? That's not sure what they what they called there, but maybe the assessed penalty, whatever the penalty was, is going to be on the the kickoff. Taking a long time to get set up here. Now we're getting the call from the officials. I don't know what he's saying. 
just raising his hands. Well, sportsmanlike conduct. Against who? Against Columbia, finally. He's still talking. Not sure what he's saying. I, I think he has a microphone to the stadium speakers. His mic is not on, if that's the case. Mm, 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 mm. Now we'll wait for him to mosey on back over there. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So, Marshall County still waiting for the extra point. And we do have a crowd microphone on. That's just how silent it is in here. And this place is packed. This I mean, place it, is it, packed. At least four, four or 5,000 people, maybe just on the Columbia side. There's the kick, Perfect. and it is good. So Marshall County now goes up 16 to nothing over the Columbia Lions. With two minutes, 48 seconds to go here in the third quarter, we'll be right back after this. Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Was it? Oh, I'm sorry. We were trying to figure out what the penalty was. They're marking the. Or something like that. Yeah. But it was new. New wanted on the extra point attempt. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, they were trying to decipher if they wanted it on the uh, kickoff or on the extra point, and they but took it on the kickoff. But we thought the yeah. referee was calling it we, against Columbia. We need to just. We need to just stop paying attention <laughs> to that guy. So now Marshall County is going to kick off from their own 25. So it's getting that comical gives us some with hope. The, with the I want to see Davis or McCoy run this ball back. They're going to have a chance to right here, and even though Joyce has got a big leg. There's the kick, and it is a great kick. Davis is going to get it at his 11. And he's got some blockers looking to run. He crosses for 40 down to the four, up to the 45. So, well, that's that's some of our best field position of the night. I think and, overall, uh, not, just, not just field position, I think that's the farthest we've been on the field today. Oh, we, weren't we closer? It seemed like at some oh, point. Yeah, the first possession on, on, the, uh, on the turnover. But this is... This is the farthest we've been since. There's Cam Bratton finally coming in on, on the offensive line, uh, which is where he should be yeah. at all times. Yeah. And let's, let's let Mr. McCoy break one of these right here. Started like last a, year and a starter his sophomore year, the year before that on the offensive line. That's what he's best at. I, I really don't know why he hadn't been there tonight. First and 10 at the Columbia 45. Give to McCoy around the left side. He's got a lot of room. There's a flag on the play. He gets picks up 15 yards, but it looks like it's coming back. 
probably on a, there was a block hold in on, the back or a hold. There's a hold on Cole. He had jersey right there. Mm, 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 mm. Unbelievable. Great looking play by McCoy. But all for nothing. There's a marker on the far side. Is that the same? Probably the same thing, even though that's not where it's, you know, two guys are supposed to be looking at two different spots, but looks like it's on the uh, same player. And that's a that's from the spot, I guess. So I think so, yes. That so a little less the ball, than 10. That puts the ball at the Columbia 37-yard line, where it will be second and about 17. Drive killers. They got to get to the 45-yard line of Marshall County for the first down. Tice under center. McCoy, the lone setback. Give to McCoy, looking for room, reverses field, trying to get room. He gets five, six, seven yards before he's finally brought down. He'll be he'll make it to the 48-yard line. Goes Cade McCoy, just a fantastic runner, got great vision to be able to reverse his field and find that open hole. Just seems like we've been behind the sticks all night. Um, still have a third and 12 here to overcome. And uh, Columbia just hasn't been able to get over the penalties tonight so far. And they're just slow to get a play in. They're still looking to the sideline. Not sure what that could be. But now what's the pen? Now the whistle blows. <laughs> Referees are stopping the play here. Not sure. I don't see any flags on the field. Clocks at 150 to go here in the third quarter as Marshall County leading 16 to nothing over Columbia. Oh, I, I think I think it's, it's supposed to be second down instead of third. I think that's what they're trying to get fixed. Uh, oh, on the okay. They're going to make it second, second and 12 from the Columbia 43-yard line. Tice now in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Quick throw out to the outside to Justin Haggard. Justice Haggard. Very minimal gain on the play. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage. Picked up two. It'll be third and ten. Tice has got the play. Well, they'll That's spot quick. the ball at the Columbia 46-yard line. Again, got to get to the 45 of Marshall County. Third and nine officially. Yeah, third and nine. Tice in the shotgun. Receivers left and right. Caden McCoy in the backfield looking to throw. Now he's going for Davis down the far right sideline. Davis goes up for the pass, pass. Interference. and there's incomplete, and there's no flag, no call on the play as he was double covered there as he went up to try to get that ball all the way down at the 25-yard line, but that ball falls incomplete. You have to get your head around in coverage and at least make an attempt at the ball. He tackled him, pushed him down before the ball got there. Crawthorne did, and still a no call. It's getting so, comical out here. So now they've changed it to fourth down. That, yeah, it, it's that's correct. Okay. That was third and nine. All right. Got a new long snapper now in there and now. Man. Yep. Garcia in punt formation. Cole Castile in there to long snap. <laughs> Is that number 80? Yes. He was practicing over here on the sideline. So that's a lot of pressure. It sure Just is. To come in there. Let's, I hope we're not jinxing him. But, oh, man, we've had two. 
did not go so well. There's the snap, a great snap. Garcia gets his ball underway, a good punt this time. The ball falls at the 25, is going to be down right there at the 25-yard line. Not sure what the crowd was I don't know either. excited about. Maybe the block that was going on of the intended receiver. But no flags, so Marshall County gets the ball back on offense at their own 25-yard line. With 40 seconds to go here in the third quarter, they're leading this opening night game here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, 16 to nothing. Lee Maddox and Lewis Maddox here with the broadcast. And uh, Lewis, this first game so far not going our way, but you know, a play here or yeah. there could turn. Momentum could really flip at a, two scores. Yeah, the drop of a hat, the momentum could turn back in Columbia's favor. It hadn't been there all night. Um, Columbia just doesn't have a lot of energy right now. They need to get it back. Need a big play. And off up the middle to Perryman. He just picks his way for five, six yards, seven yards before he's finally brought down by a pride of lines. Nigel Hildreth is hurt. Oh, no. Grabbing that left knee. Oh. Real big time grabbing that left knee. Mm, mm, mm. A lot of pain right there, looks like. Pick up of seven on the play. It's going to make it, or pick it up six maybe. It'll be second and four as they'll spot it at the 33 as uh, the trainers will take a look at Anijah Hildreth. We'll take a quick break on the injury timeout with just 28 seconds to go here in the third quarter. You're listening to Columbia Central Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. As a former small business owner here in Columbia, I know how important it is to stay connected to clients and the community. That's why at Caledonian Financial, we make every effort possible to give back to this community that has given so much to us. We do this by supporting our local schools, nonprofit organizations, and community outreach programs, to name a few. We are so proud of our town. This is Blair Park Sickman with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Anijah Hildreth helped off the field, looks on his own power, but looks to not be too serious as the trainers are going to bring him all the way over to the sidelines and take a look at that, that left knee. Hopefully it's not too bad and, and uh, he'll be okay. A, a, a much-needed player in that yes. front defensive line for the Lions is now two-way starter. Marshall County second and four from the Columbia 33-yard line. T takes the shotgun snap. And hands off to Perryman in the background. And who got him? Who got him Malik back there? Smith. Malik Smith. Finally, that's who I've been wanting to call all night is Malik Smith. Gets in the backfield and holds, uh, holds Perryman to no gain or Cawthorn. I'm not sure if that was – was that Cawthorn that ran the ball? So, no gain there as uh, the quarter winds down here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. The third quarter complete. 
We're going to be back with the fourth quarter action, and hopefully Columbia can hold Marshall County, get the ball back, and start getting some points on the board. They've got a quarter left to try to catch up. They're down by 16. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football with the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Right now, get 99 cent icy any size. Hungry for breakfast? Try two ham biscuits for $3. Or how about two grilled chicken sandwiches for just $4? It's Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Quickmark Convenience Stores, proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. As we start the fourth quarter here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, Columbia trailing 16 to nothing, facing a big defensive play needed right here to stop Marshall County. There's Tice, or excuse me, Teat, and he throws the ball incomplete, so it's going to be fourth and four. Great pressure that time from Roland Mann, and he got right up in Teat's face. Oh, surely this is going to be a punting formation as Marshall County comes on to punt, so yeah. the defense is held. So now. They should get good field position as Jordan Davis will drop back deep for this uh, punt from the Marshall County Tigers as the defense does their job. We just need some kind of offensive effort to get on the scoreboard. Maybe right here, this is it. Jordan Davis can break one. He's been known to do that. Right? He got up to the 45-yard line on his last kickoff return well, to start the, start the half. So, And here's the punt. A great punt there by Joyce. And Jordan's not going to be able to Get this ball as that ball rolls and rolls and rolls inside the 25 down to the 23-yard line as he's just not able to get it. A great, great kicking effort there by Joyce of Marshall County as Columbia will take over now at their 23-yard line where it'll be first and 10 as we get started here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, this is uh, do or die time kind of for Columbia right here. They've got to uh, attempt to get some type of offense going on this drive, their opening drive of the fourth quarter here, it's maybe not yet, but kind of starting to look a little grim here if they, if they don't get anything going on this drive. Tyson, the shotgun. Caden McCoy on his left hip. He's looking to throw. He's got McCoy across the middle. He makes the catch at the 35 or 40 and gets knocked out of bounds at the 43-yard line. A great, a great play there by Cason Tice to Caden McCoy coming out of the backfield. A great connection there for the first down. Yeah, if you're playing Matt and you hit the RB button, then great pass from Tice that time, leading him back across to the sideline. And then McCoy did the rest of the work from there, turned on those jets and uh, got up for a first down, a Middle Tennessee bone and joint first down. Run it again. <laughs> yeah. Same play. Just get, you just got to get it to McCoy and your athletes in space. That's the name of this offense here. There's that read the sweep. pitch. Tice keeps it himself. He's got room. He's across midfield down to the 45, almost to the 40-yard line before he gets tripped up. He almost broke that. He looked like Daniel Jones right there. Y'all remember that play. But uh, that, was, that was pretty funny right there. But a great run before he tripped. 
from Cason Dice. He ran the option, but you know, going to with McCoy around the right side, and he just kept it himself, and he made a great play there. Sure did. Defense bit all the way on that RPO going to McCoy First that time. First 10 at the 41. Now Tice looking to throw more. Throws it to McCoy across the middle. He breaks a tackle. He's across the 35, across the 30, down to the 25. Goes Caden McCoy. There we go. Where's this been all night? Yes, that's why I say run it again. Run that same play. An injured player down now for Marshall County. Looks like number two. Or no, no, number seven. seven. Number seven. Kamani Ewing. But he looks like he's getting up on his own power. That's good. Probably they just did uh, take a timeout, an injury timeout, just to get him off the field, get him checked out, and he's he's moving his way to the sideline on his own power. Yep. But wow, what a play yeah. by Cason Tice and to Caden McCoy. Yeah, the first one, the, the cross the middle pass to Caden McCoy. Then Cason takes the ball, takes the option takes keeper himself. himself, and. And then this next play, the next pass play across the middle again to Caden McCoy out of the backfield, down to the 25-yard line. We're at 10.47 to go. There's plenty of time left, especially if we get a score right here. We're right back in this ball game. Still only a two-possession game. Yeah. Uh, two touchdowns, two two-point conversions. But, yeah, that RPO on that, that second-to-last play right there was textbook. RPO to the right side. McCoy fakes the toss. Both defenders bite, cuts him in half, and then – Gets a huge gain out of it. Here's Tice now under center. McCoy's lone setback. Give to him right on the left side. He's, He's picking hold. his way. He's across the 20. Out of bounds at the 17-yard line goes Caden McCoy. Fantastic effort that time for McCoy. Stiff-armed one guy and then broke a tackle off of his ankles. Guy had him. He jumped out of it then continued to work his way down for an eight-yard gain. Got out of bounds, too, to stop that clock. Second and two now for the Lions in the red zone. They need to score. And this is where you got to play mistake-free football. A, a penalty can destroy this drive just as much as any other, you know, position on the field. Here's Tice giving to McCoy again on the left side. And there's a hold, but they didn't call it, thank goodness. But I think he got the first yes, down. first down. He's got the first down across the 15, down to the 14, out of bounds. Just to stop the clock goes Caden McCoy. A first and ten for the Lions. Needed it two. did look like a hold yeah. on our end over here, but needed, they didn't call it. Needed two, picked up three. That's one of those uh, plays that's not real pretty, but it gets the job done. He got out of bounds as well. The clock's going to stop. This whole drive has only taken about uh, a minute and 15 seconds, you know, from 25 now down to their own 14-yard uh, line. Here's Tice under center, two receivers to his right, Caden McCoy, the lone setback. Give to him on the right side, looking for room. He's trying to get a crown the Horse corner. There's a, there's a penalty. If that's what they're going to call, I'm not sure. He's What's he going to call? Gotta there's be a, a flag. He picks up about four yards on the play, Caden McCoy, around the right side. I still hadn't, I still hadn't seen what they're calling. Haggard slow to get up over there for Columbia. Holding. Holding is the call. On who? McCoy. They never say who it's, who it's on. Waving to come out to get a relief. He needs a breath. It is against Columbia. Doggone it. That's a big one. Drive killers. That That's what that is. That is a big one. Second and eight becomes second about 18. Holding against the Lions. Mm. They'll spot it now at the – 
Yeah, it should be first down, I believe. Yeah, they've got it marked second down. Ball spotted at the 21-yard line. Got to get inside the five for the first. Now there's stop. Now they're going to have sure. to change the marker once again. Is it them call it? The referees we, don't know what down it is. Did somebody call timeout? No. That's, that's got to be on the referees. The, the down marker is not correct. It's supposed to be first down. Yeah, yeah, we just burned a, a timeout right there. That's what I thought. That's terrible. We called a timeout. That, we shouldn't have to call a timeout. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And they're still not changing the down mark. Nope, they're so. not. I don't know what that – was first down. There was holding on the play. It gets backed up. You replay the first down. Yeah, they're the coaches in the coaches box up here trying to let them know that – and, and that now they be realize. A, that shouldn't be a timeout. Now the referee realizes it. They shouldn't have been charged a timeout. This is almost comical. It's, it's borderline comical. And they're in no hurry to get it changed either. Ten minutes, 20 seconds to go. Referee's now discussing. At least a couple of them are. Down marker still hasn't been changed, but now referee going all the way over to the down marker. Let's see if he does, in fact, change it. There and it they is. are changing. So now it's going to be first and about 17. Again, Columbia's got to get it inside the five-yard line for the first down. Ball spotted at the 22. Tice in the shotgun, looking to throw. Now being pressured, rolling out to his left. Oh, what a block from Dravius And he throws Hall. it, and he's caught. Oh, just drops it inside the 10-yard line is Cortez Gilbert. Ball was right there in his, in his hands, but he just could not come up with it. It was a little low, but uh, falls incomplete. Tice is hurt, too. He's limping. Big-time limping. Mm, 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 mm. Still over 10 minutes to go. Good drive to this point for Columbia, but they still got to capitalize in, in a decent amount of time here. Second and 17. Tice now in the shotgun. Caden McCoy back in the backfield. Let's get it to him. He's going to throw it to Jordan Davis, and Jordan Davis immediately tackled for no gain, actually a loss on the play. They're going to put it back two yards loss, or a yard loss. They'll put it at the 23 is where they'll spot it. It was just a quick pass out to Jordan Davis, but the defender right there ready to make that tackle. So third and 18, we'll call it. it looks like it's more than that. Yeah, it looks like 20. Third and 20. Oh, man. Ball at the 23, but they only got to get to like the six. I mean, Five. excuse me, the four. Five or four. So a quick pass now the other way to Justin Justice Haggard, and he's not going to make much gain there either. That's going to put a fourth down play here. And what do you got to do? You got to go, go for, for it. Yeah. You got to go for it. Uh, if you don't pick it up, it's still probably the worst field position. Uh, Marshall County gets all night, but clock is ticking. About to go under nine minutes to go. Nobody's in any hurry. They're not in any hurry at all. I never, ever understood that, even when you were playing. 
I'm thinking oh, I know. I, I, yeah. you're used to watching the pros. And I know we're not watching professionals here, but, you know, they have a play ready to go. You at least you're lined up well, on the line. Even though you don't have a play ready to go, you at least need a sense of urgency about yourself. And line up on the ball and call it from the line. All right, now there's a whistle. Timeout. That's going to be a Marshall, Marshall County, County takes timeout. A, takes a timeout. That's their second timeout of the half, so they've got one left. Columbia's got two timeouts left, and they're trailing 16 to nothing. So it's kind of a, a, a big play here that Columbia's going to need at fourth and about 17 to go for the first down. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be right back right after this. Fast Stop Markets, with three locations in Columbia and a fourth Columbia location coming in 2024, Fast Stop Markets is the place to stop when you need to fuel up and find the best convenient store food and snacks. Our stores are clean, our team members are friendly, and we've got the absolute best loyalty program with Fast Stop Perks. It's free and you can earn up to $1 off per gallon. Check out all of our 14 locations in Tennessee and learn more about Fast Stop Markets at FastStopMarkets.com. And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Eight minutes, 37 seconds to go. Columbia facing a fourth and 16 from their 21-yard line is where they'll line up here with Case and Tice in the shotgun formation. No timeout. Well, now another timeout. Marshall County is going to take their last timeout. They didn't like something. That's I'm rough. not sure what that was, but... Surely that's going to be a quick timeout. That's rough when you when you can't get set up out of the timeout and it was your own timeout. Well, they're leading 16 to nothing. We'll just keep it here yep. and try to work through this. Uh, a huge play here for Columbia. Like I said, they've got to get inside the five-yard line for a first down. The ball is spotted just outside the 20-yard line, so it's basically fourth and 15, fourth and 16, where they need 16 good yards. Yeah. And they need a special play right here. I would think this is something you've worked on all you summer have, long. I mean, yeah, you might as well just go to the end zone. First down marker so close to the end zone. That, that should be your goal here is just to get in. You're down to 8.30 to go in this ball game. I mean, this is this is getting down to do or die time. It's still a two-possession ball game, very doable if you're if you're the Columbia Lions, but they've got to get some spunk back to them, man. There's just there's just no energy coming from this team, uh, you know, minus those three plays that we had there to start this drive. And ever since then, we've gone backwards. So here's Tice in the shotgun, takes a snap, looking to throw, looking for McCoy. He goes to the end zone Pass to Jordan Davis. There's yes. the interference call. In the end zone, Finally. Jordan Davis would have made that catch for a touchdown, but he was being held the whole time. Finally. So that's going to be Finally. an automatic first down. There's the, Oh, another penalty. There's a penalty in the background. Oh, my in the backfield. gosh. Oh, my gosh. There's going to be a penalty on the Lions. That's going to be holding. It's going to be offsetting. We'll end up replaying the down. Wow. If that's what it is. Wow. Oh, gone. Columbia finally catches a break right there. Personal foul, roughing, or no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wait a minute. I think that was roughing the passer, targeting. Yes, it was. On Marshall County, so yeah. That's two penalties on Marshall County, thank goodness. So, there's got to be a first down in this somewhere. Yes, there should We've be. We've got life. There should be. We've got life. And if not, it's a fourth down and one. No, it's surely. Come on. Why is that not an automatic first down? I don't know. It's fourth and 16. So I, I, I'm just saying I don't know what it's going to be. It could be a first down. It could be a fourth down and one. Either way, 
you should trust your offensive line, especially those interior guys. I know you got a freshman at center, but especially those interior guys to be able to get some leverage and get at least a one yard of push to get a QB sneak in there and uh, pick up a first down, although Case and Tice has been limping around for the for the good majority of this drive. So so's that referee. He can't even he bend down and pick up his flag. That's what I'm saying. So, I, but, but when I see two penalties on the defense, why? I mean, to me, my goodness, there should be a first down somehow, some way. Especially roughing the passer and then a pass interference in the end zone. Well, if we're being honest, I don't think they know what to call either. <laughs> they have been huddled up for about three minutes now. Here comes Mr. Whitehat to the center of the field. And he's slow to move this way. It's almost like he's been injured. He's not going to even give us the call. First down. That's what he's saying, right? The first and ten. From and the they're 12? marking it at the at the eleven. What? But I'll take I'll, it. Yeah, it's fine, but I'll take a first down. I'm I'm like there's there's two penalties against the defense. There's got to be a first down somewhere in here. It was fourth and 16. We got it. Now they'll spot the ball at the 12. We've got some life. Tice brings his team. The Lions, he's under center. Sends Haggard in motion. Give to McCoy on the left side. McCoy busting his way through Push the him. line. And down to the five-yard line goes Caden McCoy taking a bunch of Marshall County defenders with him. Picked up about six right there. He just hit that hole with tremendous speed that time and power. Took his momentum, him. Him, yeah, his momentum took the defenders with him. Great run from Caden that time. Just kind of do it again and then one more time, and we'll finally get some points on the board here in this 2023 season. Second and five at the six. There's McCoy on the left side. He's got room. He tries to stiff arm one man, but he can't get around him, and there's a flag. I don't know what that one's going to be. That's going to be holding on Columbia. Holding on Columbia, it's got to be. Wow. Yep, that's holding. Doggone it. Looks like they made the client, though. Seven minutes, 45 seconds to go here in this ball game. Columbia trailing 16 to nothing to Marshall County. He just threw another flag. Maybe that was against them. And the White Hat just threw another flag. It's probably it's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct on Columbia. His hands up. Wow. Bratton throwing his hands up. They probably said something to him that he didn't like. But you know what? It was probably the truth. Unbelievable. But you've got to not do that. I understand you that. You cannot do that. Whatever. I mean, we don't know what they did. So we don't hear it. The we huddle, can't hear huddle, what's being said. The on huddle the was going through the white hat referee. He was in the middle of the Columbia huddle, and he threw it right at the huddle. So obviously something was said there. So they'll probably was holding. Why is he saying then, all the stuff? And then dead ball foul. Unsportsmanlike against the Lions. Wow. So now what do they do? Where does the ball go now? The ball was far on, back. Uh, the ball was spotted on about the seven. So comes the down marker. Still going to be second down. Way back there. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious, he's coming back to pass the 30. 
He spots the ball at the 31-yard line of Marshall County. We've got to get it to the two for the first down. So that was a 20-yard penalty? Mm. So that, Second and 30. I, I don't understand how that makes sense. I just don't. Second and 30. Here's Tice under center. Gives to McCoy on the left side. McCoy breaks one tackle, knocks out of bounds, a pickup of about four on the play. That's going to be third and forever. They'll spot it. Had a great shot there at the five-yard line. Wow. Just one play ago. They'll spot it at the 28. We got to get 26 for the first down. Third and 26. Tice takes the shotgun snap, looking to throw. And he's got a man in the end zone and tipped away, had Haggard in the right there at, at the five-yard line and tipped away by Marshall County right at the last second. Got to go for it. Incomplete. Got to go now under seven minutes play, now. There's an injured player for Marshall County. Another cramp. cramp. Yep. Another cramp. That's that same player. No, that's a different yeah, it's somebody new here. But, I, you know, fourth down at 30, seven minutes to go. You're down by two scores. You're going to have to you're going to have to go for it here. Well, we did it a while ago and got two penalties. So to get the first down. So maybe, maybe lightning will strike twice and do it again. 719 to go. We'll take an injury timeout and we'll be right back with the fourth quarter action as Columbia trails 16 to nothing over Marshall County. You're listening to Columbia Central Alliance football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium here in the fourth quarter play of this opening night of the 2023 football season. Columbia trails 16 to nothing. They have it fourth and what we say, fourth and about 28, 26 to go to get the first down, and they're going for it. They don't have much of a choice. Tice takes the shotgun snap, looking to throw. Being pressured now, he's just going to unload it and throw it to the end zone and falls incomplete. Trying to reach Jordan Davis on the far sideline. Ball going to turn over on downs or to Marshall County. That's a killer. Wow. That sure is a killer. Well, there's no doubt that Marshall County is probably going to just continue trying to run the ball to run the clock. So we need to knock that ball out somehow and get a turnover yes. real quick right here because they're going to be looking to run clock. We've got two timeouts left, seven minutes, 11 seconds to go, six trailing 16 to nothing here in this ball game. Yeah, we'll see if the uh, Columbia defense has anything left in the tank. Hasn't looked like it for the past couple of drives, but this is where you got to find something deep down inside of you and, uh, you know, protect your pride here and get the ball back. You still got a chance. It's only a two-possession ball game. Somebody get a turnover right here. Here's Teat under center. Going to give to Perryman, and he 
Dravius Hall makes a big stop. No, that's Malik, Malik Smith. Smith makes a big stop in the backfield as uh, that's going to be a loss on the play of about one. Maybe they'll call it no gain. So second and ten for the Tigers. Good stuff. At the 22-yard line of Marshall County. Malik Smith from his inside linebacker spot, read that play perfectly and stepped up into the hole, met the running back right there at the line of scrimmage and made the tackle. Excellent execution on his part. All right, here we go. Second and 10 for Marshall County. They're taking their time. Maybe they'll get a delay. We don't know what the clock says. I don't There's think anybody the does. Snap. Going to give it to Perryman, and he's going to go down. Dravius Hall makes a stop. Somebody else in that defensive line helping out as well. Uh, Cam Bratton on the play. So only a yard gain. So third and nine for the Tigers as they'll spot it just shy of the 30-yard line. Marshall County. Six minutes now as the clock shows under six minutes left to go in this ball game. Columbia trailing 16 to nothing, desperately needing the ball back to try to get some kind of offensive score. Huge third down and eight. Maybe get a defensive score here. <laughs> Deep one now last in the shotgun, and he's going to do the jet sweep. And yes. there's a big play by Malik, Malik Smith as a loss of four yards on the play as that jet sweep just didn't work at all. Malik Smith was right there. So punting situation, maybe Jordan Davis can take one to the house or we can get a bad, they can get a bad snap on their punt. Whatever it is, it's gotta be quick. As the clock moves at five minutes and 18 seconds to go here in remaining in the ball game. Columbia trailing 16 to nothing. They've gotta get a score desperately. Vital. That's actually Justice Haggard back there to receive the kick. Jordan is uh, cramping on the sideline. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Haggard, he's got some speed, too. A transfer from Webb. Had 1,000 yards rushing as a freshman last season. Here's the snap and the kick. Another good kick. It's going to hit and roll at Let the it 35. It's going to be down at the 34-yard line of Columbia with 4.48 left to go in the ball game. First to 10 for Columbia right here. Two timeouts left for Columbia, too. Need a quick score, quick drive here. You need to get eight on the board, and then you need to get a quick stop. You don't necessarily, you're not in onside kick territory yet, but you've definitely got to get a quick stop here after a score, get the ball back, you know, put together a, a drive with under, probably under two minutes to go at that point, and uh, put another one in the end zone. Go for two, pick that one up, and then we're, we're good to go. And Columbia doesn't know the play. Somebody in, in there. Now somebody coming in, filling in. Looks like. Woody going in. And all right, here we go. It's got to be getting close to the play clock here. He gets the snap off in the shotgun. There's the pass incomplete, trying to reach Caden McCoy, and Caden's been been kind of limping quite a bit here in the last few minutes. Yeah. He, Definitely something bothering him. He's not 100% for sure. Well, I mean, he's been a workhorse. There's still no had doubt. A, he still had a step on that play, too. And Gilbert's going to come in and get him now. Well, that stops the clock before 42 to go. As Tice gets the play from the sideline, and McCoy comes across to get a rest. Much needed rest. So here we go. 
Two receivers on each side. Here's Tice in the shotgun. Holding. Looking throw, now pulls it down, runs it himself, runs out of bounds, picks up about four on the play. It'll be third and about six to go for the first down. Of course, yeah, no, we're in four down territory no yeah, matter what. Yes, absolutely. About 4.30 to go. Uh, Does stop the clock, getting out yes. of bounds. It was, it was a good decision from Tice that time. Uh, didn't have anybody open. It seems like all night, uh, you know, minus a couple of, you know, crossers across the middle to Caden McCoy. He's been trying to force some a lot of passes down uh, down the field and that's really all we've tried and got to think there's, there's something else in that playbook that we can pull out here. Currently, here's the snap, the shotgun. Tice throwing deep. Looking for his man. Intercepted. And it was, was he out of bounds? Was he out of bounds? There's no referee even close to determine, but he's going to give it to him. Intercepted at the Columbia 37, 38 yard line. He was trying to reach Haggard on the far sideline over there on a deep route and just might do throws it. the ball short. And Marshall County is going to take over at their own 37 yard line is where they'll, or excuse me, where they've got it now. They've got it at the 34. Yes. They've got it at the Marshall County 34. They'll take over with four minutes, 26 seconds to go. Columbia trailing 16 to nothing to Marshall County. Got to have a quick stop. You still want a shot at this time, but it's, it's not again, looking good. Jordan Davis and Caden McCoy both out from the offense on that last possession. They're going to hand off to Cawthorn, and he breaks around the left side, the far side, and gets five. Stays in bounds, too. Clock's going to keep running. Yep. We'll be under four for this next play snap. They'll give him four yards on the play. They'll mark it at the 33, 34 yard line of Marshall County where it'll be second and six. Clock running under four now, 3.55 to go in the ball game. Marshall County taking their time. They'll probably, they'll probably end up getting another delay a game here. They won't mind that, I'm sure. No. Won't really hurt him. So here's Teat all the way at quarterback for the Tigers. He hands off to Cawthorn, and he's wrapped up by uh, a, a pride of lines, including Malik Smith, the first to get him, and then Jaravius Hall as Columbia well. Columbia timeout. Timeout, Columbia. One left. That's a timeout with three minutes, 30 seconds to go here in the ball game, trailing 16 to nothing, and a third and six for the Tigers, so a big play coming up here on third down. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll be right back right after this. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. 
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Third and six from the Marshall County 38-yard line. There's Teeth throwing the ball and Chops. incomplete. That'll stop the clock, and it'll be a fourth down now for Marshall County as they'll have to punt the ball away. I wish we could see Jordan Davis coming in, but I don't see him. Looks like Haggard is still going to be back there, who is uh, an unbelievable athlete in his own right, just a sophomore. Yep. Well, hopefully he can break one here. That's this punter, Joyce and kicker for, for the Marshall County Tigers. has had a great night. He's Wyatt special, Joyce, yeah. uh, he hadn't allowed anybody to return a kick at all. So it's been kind of difficult for the kicking team, the return team for Columbia. There's the snap. There's the kick. Another good one. Not going to be not going to be caught. Touch the, the going to touch the line, I think. Yep. No. I guess not. Looks like he touched Caleb Clanton, but I guess he just barely missed it. All the way to the 28-yard line now. It'll be first and 10 for the Columbia Lions. Kind of a last-ditch effort here to get on the scoreboard and get something going to try to get back in this game somehow in this last three minutes and 13 seconds as they start from their own 28-yard line. Yeah, if you don't score right here, it's officially over. Davis and McCoy back in the game. So two big playmakers yes. for the Lions. I'd like give it to one and have the other one come in behind and then give it and to ladder. him. A little hook and ladder. Yes. Three receivers definitely to the right. Off, definitely catch them off guard. They're in a complete spread format for the first time tonight. Three to the right and one to the left on the receiving side. Davis all alone on this near side. No tight end. At least he's not going to be double teamed, so I would let Davis send him and throw it. And that's what he's doing. Now he's going to throw it to him across the middle. Davis gets it at the 35. Stiff arm out of one tackle. But picked up a first down. Cawthorn held on, at, uh, tackled inbound, so you got to line up and go. Ball at the 41 yard line. You got to hurry, guys. Yes. There's no huddle. Why did we huddle? Why is there a huddle? Here's Tice. Clock running now under three minutes. Looking to throw. There's the pass. Out of bounds. Incomplete. Second and 10 from the 41. Morris clock stops at 2.53. Morris had a, uh, had a step on the defender right there and uh, would have been able to make a play on the sideline there catching the football, but just not enough room to work as Tice kind of pushed it to the sideline a little bit too much. Clock stops, though. That's the only plus that comes out of that. Second 10 at the 41. Tice in the shotgun. Looking for Caden McCoy. Now he's going to throw across the middle. He's got Jordan Davis across the middle, crosses midfield, down to the 45, down to the 43-yard line. Goes Jordan Davis with a pickup of a first down. Certainly there's not a flag, and I see none. So 
Telling the, they're telling him to hurry up to the ball. Yes, line up on the ball and before throw it. Starts it. Again, before it starts again. There we go. They'll run it. Runs it a lot quicker when it's. There goes the clock at 240. Here's Tice. Takes the shotgun snap. Looking to throw to his left. He's got a man there, got and that's Haggard. It's Clock's right at the first down though. marker. Clock's going to keep running unless that's the first down. Get on the ball. My goodness, hurry up and get on the ball. He's tackled in bounds, and it's short of the first down, second and one. Clock down runs. to the 34-yard line are the Lions. Still waiting on a call to come in. 2-10 and counting. Still trying to get the play called at the line. The clock stopped for some reason. Oh, my gosh. What are we doing? There is a whistle. And now the clock what? starts. Got to go. Clock just started. Under center. He's just going to clock it. No, he's going to run and get the first down. All right, that stops now the clock. Line up. Now you got to line up quickly. They're down to the 30. No timeout. They'll reset the chains. We'll have the clock stop for just a second. Get yes. on the ball and call a play. Call a play. And the, our center, Liam Titus, is hurt. Is that a timeout on us or is it an injury? Uh, I think it's. They called a timeout. That is an injury. Hopefully, that's the time. That's the injury timeout, and not he will have to come out, right? Yes, at least for a play. So Zach Cole probably moved to center. Liam Titus, the freshman center for the Lions. Comes off the field on his own power as the athletic official, the trainer, will take a look at him as he takes being looked at here on the sideline. Actually, another center comes into the ball game. It's number 75, Andrew Sargent, who's a junior. There goes the clock. They started the clock, and Columbia's still not ready to come around. There's the shotgun snap. Tice looking to throw, being pressured. If he gets the ball off to McCoy, McCoy can't hang on. That will stop the clock at 1.42 to go. Now second and 10 from the 32-yard line is where we're – or the 31, 31-yard line is where the ball spotted. Second and 10. A minute 42 to go, trailing 16 to nothing to Marshall County. Still got a shot. I believe it. But you've got to start you gotta working. Score. You've got to start moving, yeah. jumping around, get some energy. All right, here we go. Tice takes the shotgun snap, looking to throw, being get pressured. Rid of it, get rid Somebody of it. behind him. Good block in the backfield. Throw it away. There. He, oh, no. Oh, he was Almost trying to force that ball in to Caden McCoy down at the 15-yard line and almost picked off right there because he was trying to push that ball into McCoy and to no avail. Incomplete third and ten. That was a long play down to a minute of 30. Very long play. 131 on the clock. Thank One God. timeout left. Thank goodness Dravius Hall put that block on the defender when he did. Tyson was about to get clobbered for a very, very uh, seismic gain or loss, excuse me. All right. Third and 10. Obviously, four down territory. Tice in the shotgun. Two receivers each side. 
Oh, the ball is snapped behind him. He misses it. He just throws it up for grabs to Jordan Davis, and Jordan Davis tries to come back. They're going to call that on offensive interference, I they believe. Sure, yeah, they sure are. He reached for the defender. Davis pulled him. Pulled him away from the ball, trying to get back to the ball because Tice just threw it up. Yeah. Like, you know. That was a last-ditch effort yes. right there and when, it, when it didn't have to be. He still got fourth down, lived to play another down. Ugh. Fourth down is still an option here, but now we're going to get backed up even further. Pass interference on Marshall County. What? Whoa. Well, maybe we saw it different. No, we sure didn't. <laughs> is that what they called? I don't know if that's. It's uh, a first and 10 for the Columbia Lions. Now they're spotting it at the 16 yard line. I think that's another blunder from our officials. That's a, what I'd call a makeup call yeah. of all calls. Big time. Uh, but we'll take wow. it. Here we go. Jordan Davis so, looked like he was on defense that time. A minute 25 to go as Tice brings his team to the line of scrimmage. And he's looking to throw. He goes across the middle to Haggard. He's got the ball inside the 10-yard line. Get the ball, ball. was he it fumbled. fumbled? He fumbled it. He fu I thought he was down. Sure I thought he was down, down. But they're giving it to Marshall County. Oh, you've got to be kidding. That's game. A great play. Is that – who is this hurt? That's not Caden McCoy hurt, is it? But I'm not sure. It looked like to me he was down after he was approaching the first down. That'll do it. Doggone it. We could see that on a replay. I think that might be Zach Cole. Yeah, it is. Oh. Starting left guard. Wow. He's hobbling off the field. So they are. That's what they're calling. Uh, the, the ball was caught by Haggard, and he was approaching his first down, and then the ball fumbled towards the end zone down to the four-yard line of the three-yard line is where Marshall County recovers the apparent fumble. And they're going to have it first and 10 right there, and they can just run the clock out. He hasn't been sent to the gates uh, before now. That, that sent a lot of people to the gate. Dog gone. Got down to the five-yard line twice here in the fourth quarter and uh. unable to wow. put it in. Wow. A lot of things to work on this week ahead of Dixon County. So they can just basically take a knee. We can call a timeout, but it's not going to do any good. Columbia's got one timeout left, and I wouldn't call it uh, personally, but no. we'll see if they do. Victory formation, looks like. Teat just takes it. QB sneak right there. There and downs it. And Columbia's not going to call the timeout. Now we're approaching one minute left to go in this contest. On this opening night, disappointing for the Columbia Lions. A great crowd tonight, uh, great atmosphere, Friday night lights. Third year in a row, we are going to fall to Marshall County. Uh, Still lead the series. They're a, yeah. <laughs> By one game, 29-28. 29-28 in the overall series, and they've won the last three. Wow. As uh, the clock did stop, I'm not sure. I guess we did take the timeout. I'm not sure it stopped at 53 seconds. Now they start the clock back. Yeah, I'm not sure what that stoppage was for. I don't I think Columbia a, called a timeout there, but. I have a clue there what that was. 
but uh, they'll just be able to take two knees here and uh, be on their way back to Lewisburg with the first victory of this start of this season. Very disappointing. Very disappointing performance from Columbia tonight. Always heard that thing, don't let Columbia beat Columbia, but that's I'm, exactly I'm what happened tonight. Thinking a lot of mistakes, some turnovers, those snaps over the over the hunter's head, and they're not going to have to make another snap. Nope, that's as, it. Uh, a good display of sportsmanship as uh, the players are congratulating each other there on the field. So always like to see that, no matter what, no matter what. It's 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 been a good ball game. Uh, yeah, a lot, just a lot unfortunate of for Columbia. A lot of positives for, for Columbia as well. They've just got to capitalize on their on their good and they've got to minimize the bad and just got to get rid of all these penalties. Columbia would have had a lot of impressive looking drives, especially in the second half of play if penalties didn't just kill them. And then, of course, the fumble at the end. Other than that, you know, Columbia looked pretty good. The, the defense, other than some run plays, some contain issues on the outside. Overall, a, a pretty good defensive effort, but just just not enough. Unfortunate for the debut of uh, Columbia's new head coach, Tredarius Goff, as uh, he returns to his alma mater to lead the Columbia Lions, but uh, on a night just was not to be. They just could not get the offense on track. They had a few drives that uh, were, were sustained but could not capitalize and get in the end zone. And obviously, Lewis, if you can't score any points, it's going to be hard to win. Yes. So, and uh, when you score zero, you're almost <laughs> going to lose every time. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Or we'd be going to overtime, right? But yes. we're not going to overtime. No, we're not. Uh, Thomas, not Oste close. Thomas Osteen and his staff for Marshall County will take the victory number one for this 2023 season, while Columbia will go to fall to 0-1 on this, on this young season. Uh, here on a really good night in Columbia, huge crowd, uh, a, lot of, a lot of interest, a lot of anticipation on the return of Tredarius Golf. And we saw good, good play. You know, as you said, positive moments in this contest. But when you can't score and when you have those penalties and when you have those turnovers, it's just not going to not going to bode well. Yeah. And, and hopefully Columbia takes this and is uh, as upset as you or I would be if we were down there. Uh, yeah. Hopefully they're they're angry. Hopefully they take this on the chin. Hopefully they show up to practice on Monday. Uh, hopefully they would, show up this weekend and yeah. watch some film on, yeah. on this ball game because it was uh, there were way too many mistakes. Uh, a lot of mistakes would be generous. This was just uh, a whole lot, way too many mistakes uh, for Columbia in all three phases, um, even all four phases. You can throw coaching in there as well. Those guys have got some things to clean up as well. Um, We've got some things to clean up, oh. uh, you know, for, for Dixon County. I, 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 you know, I've said this all week on uh, our Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. If anybody wants, listens to that as well, 
I think this is going to be uh, the toughest team that Columbia faces all year. Marshall County is uh, very disciplined and, and full of athletes, just the same as Columbia is. And I think Columbia uh, has just always been known for lacking that discipline part when it comes to the game of football and, and these penalties. And that's just something that they're going to have to clean up. And, uh, you know, that's, that just hurts when you're, when you're huddled up with your team and you're seeing another team celebrate on your home field. You just don't want, you just want to get that sour taste out of your mouth. But Marshall County, a very good team. I think Columbia played them well, minus a lot of mistakes. And uh, we move on to Dixon County, which I believe is a region game. Uh, no, it's not a region game. Yes, they're 6A, but uh, another rival in Dixon County next week. Uh, another chance to prove themselves, to go 1-1, one and one, go 1-0 one oh next week and get back on the winning side of things. Uh, Dad, maybe you'll get to call a touchdown next week. <laughs> yeah, hopefully there will be. There better be. We got to have some. We got to have some points on the board. Yeah. And, uh, I know this Columbia team's got it. The, you know they've got the talent. These these four-year seniors that have been a part of the program. You know, back when you were playing, they, they were showing their talent when they were freshmen. And we need their leadership, as Coach Golf talked about in the pregame interview that uh, you depend on those senior leaders to step up, and it's up to them now this week in practice to step up. Again, tonight it's disappointing to lose to a rival like Lewisburg or Marshall County, a team that's so close to you, and yet they're in a whole different division, class you know, 4A, and Columbia in 5A. So hopefully there's gonna be some incentive here some folks to grow up and to watch that film, learn those mistakes, and uh, and uh, find out what they can, what they did right tonight, and capitalize on that and bring that back against Dixon County. So, Dixon County, uh, not sure where they were playing tonight, but uh, we we don't have any scores, but uh, hopefully we'll we'll yeah, get we'll some. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll, we'll get some and. Marshall County will be at home next week, and they'll play Shevelton, uh, another uh, another opponent that Columbia is going to face this year. Yes, Shevelton is in the class five uh, region five five a five a back in the region. Right after a, a couple of years up in six a, they've dropped back down. So, um, yeah, another opportunity for Columbia next week against Dixon. And we'll have that broadcast yes. for you uh, next week on Front Porch Sports Radio, WKRM 103.7. And uh, listen all this week on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour as Lewis and the, the gang will, will get us up to speed on what happens in practice and uh, what they take away from, from this game tonight to hopefully get back in a winning mode. Again, this is not a region game. We don't play a region game until like three weeks. So uh, before we play Shelbyville. Yeah, it was also the uh, Marshall, or not the Marshall County, but the, the Murray County Public Schools game of the week here tonight. Uh, simulcast on both stations, I believe. And uh, that game with the game day show with Drake and Barry Duke will be moved to uh, the Spring Hill Mount Pleasant game next week. That's where that will be located on 101.7 WKOM on these same airwaves. We'll be on 103.7 Columbia Central flagship station in Dixon County next week on the road. Um, hoping, that Hopefully this team can 
put it together even more for next week in practice and show up with a better product on Friday. Hopefully we'll bounce back and we'll have that broadcast for you next Friday night from Dixon County at 645. And hopefully we'll get some of our technical difficulties worked out. And uh, you might see us. You might see our video. You might not. We'll, yeah, we'll we're trying to get this, this on a video uh, on Facebook yep. to, to bring you the, the video along with the broadcast. So you but anyway, to we'll, videos to Facebook. Yeah, we'll definitely be uh, on the air or at least we're going to attempt to be on the air again next week. So Lewis. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Yep. Even though it's a loss, we're going to be all right, and uh, we'll, we'll make up for it and get that first victory next week against Dixon County. Absolutely. So, for Lee Maddox and Lewis Maddox on Front Porch Sports Radio, you've been listening to Columbia Central Lions on 103.7 WKRN.